me looking at Violet Beauregard leave Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Yo, what is wrong? With that's you? a deep cut joke. What? That is <laughs> a deep cut joke. The only reason why that's okay is because we were kids when that movie came out. Nick, we weren't even born when the story was created. You said Willy Wonka, Charlie? Willy Wonka. Oh, so the old joint. The old, yeah, the old joint. Because the original story was like from like what? Yeah, Roll Roll Doll. Was it him? No, was Dahl. it him? I think it was Roll Doll. Was it? That sounds about right. Roll Doll. Matthias, can we get a confirmation on this? Why would Matt know? I don't know. Because he's white. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you assume Matt would know who wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I don't know. Matt's a, Matt is a rule. Yeah, Justin, why would you assume that? Because I have that much respect for Matt to know you he has a dearth racist. of knowledge. You went to college, <laughs> sir. I expect things from you. Yeah. So did you. Yeah, but you went to Syracuse. Yo, yo, I couldn't get into what Syracuse. Do you think I got a master's degree in whiteness? <laughs> huh? Well. You were born with it. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> wow, I ain't gonna lie. My son Roll Dole is out here snapping. My man's got James and the Giant Peach, Charlie and the Chocolate yep. Factory, the, the and he has giant. Matilda. He has Matilda? Yes. He did BFG too, right? Big yeah, giant. yeah, he did. Oh, shit. Nah, he was he out really, here like future. Damn, my son out here with the fucking, yo, Roll Dole is better than the Beatles. Yeah, because I'm gonna say, because James and the Giant Peach definitely was from like way uh, nah, back. I'm just still weak on my son Matt saying a master's degree in whiteness. <laughs> I'm just picturing a fucking mayonnaise label. That's what they <laughs> A master's degree in whiteness. My goodness. All right, what is MA in Miracle Whip? What a are doctorate the, um, in Karenism. What are well, I was about to, what are the um, what are some of the core courses for a master's degree in whiteness? Um White. potato salad construction. I'm calling the cops one oh one. Had to add reasons to your <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say casserole making. Casserole making is crazy. Yeah, white people do love a good casserole. That's like the that's like the white culture dish. Oh, philosophy yeah. of casserole. It's like everything is like every, they're, they're like, yo, we're gonna just mix everything together and just put it in the oven for three seventy five for an hour. Oh, I got one. Introduction to microaggressions. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> that class is always full. You gotta eat. Soon as the 7 a.m. hits, you got <laughs> popular elective. Very yeah, popular. Yeah, buddy. I'm, I'm still yeah. calling the cops. <laughs> but what's, what will be the core, the core classes, though? Like, 400 classes, like mastering macroaggressions. <laughs> mastering <laughs> ma- macroaggressions. Um, understanding <laughs> how nepotism can work for you. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. How nepotism can work for you. This would be a really great twi- Twitter topic. <clears throat> Well, we have someone who can get things started on Twitter. Yeah. Fundamentals of salt. <laughs> Fundamentals of salt. I was going to say something about fucking handling spice. <laughs> nah, it's actually funny because, like, there's, like, a debate that goes back and forth with people about, like, see, about uh, cleaning chicken. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like, cleaning chicken is, like, they, oh, like they're, they're, I stopped. They, they say you're not supposed to clean chicken. You're not. I don't I know. Stop, bro. Wait, why aren't you supposed to clean chicken? Because it doesn't do anything. One, it, it contaminates everything around it, so now you have to clean everything even more than you normally would. But also, um, if you think about it, however you clean your chicken, it never actually gets to the inside or under the chicken. So you mean? All right. So hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. So you're gonna tell me if I get a pack of chicken from the store, I take it out of the package at my house, I drop it on the floor, it's fine. I don't gotta wash. I don't gotta wash it off. Or nothing. It's right. fine because it's it, not gonna go it, in the. It's not it gonna go in me. Picking things up from the floor. <laughs> it's the floor, John. What do you think? Yeah, I Damn. mean, is your floor seasoning my feet, or is it is it clean? I would floor. think that as I'm walking in my because if kitchen, it's just germs, if it's not things that are actually picked up from the floor, which most likely there will be some layer of dust, you'd have to wash it off. But then you just said we didn't have to wash off the chicken. 
You just he just said Matt, did you not just say, yeah, don't wash the chicken. JT, do you cook? I do. And I rinse so off my then chicken. You should understand what I mean by I don't cleaning know. your chicken. Nah. I refuse to I refuse to understand what you mean. I, I you know, the thing about it is, right? I, I've been It's it, a cultural thing. It's it's, it's a absolutely very cultural much thing. cultural. And I'm trying thing, to break bro. that. I'm trying to free us from the shackles of this cleaning is, our chicken. I can't, my brother bro. in Christ, this with blood <laughs> still wet I'm on not, the street, this is what you set your mind to? I know I'm not. It's, it's a white culture to clean chicken? No. Or the other way around. around. It's a very like Black. we actually got in this conversation at work too because um one of the newer girls is uh Colombian mm-hmm. and she's talking about it and she was very much in the like I understand like it's not like we don't have to do it, but I can't not do it. Cause and I'm like, yeah, because that's just how you're raised. That's what our parents did. That's what everyone did. That's what we're taught. But like, you don't need to. Mm. You I'm don't. Do, I'm gonna still do it anyway. Like I, I stopped. Here's something that black people aren't ready to hear. Y'all be overseasoning y'all food. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, this do. is Listen. true. Like at like because I cook a lot mm-hmm. and I know like how like to balance flavor like I'm not by by no means I'm not fucking like Gordon John Favreau Ramsey. with this shit but I'm Out like all the chefs you made you, you yeah, the, the one fa- person the fictional one yeah, right exactly like, <laughs> wait, wait I'm not the, the bear guys okay the nigga that's friends with Tony Stark yes yeah, happy he, yeah happy yeah he got a um he got a, he has a movie called Chef he actually has a show called, he has a show yeah he's very show. into actually cooking yeah Mm-hmm. But yeah, but that's beside the point. But yeah, speaking of which, are you, got, yeah. are you watching the show Bear? The Bear. Yeah, I, 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 I want to see I, it. Yeah, I I it's really it's oh, mad okay. good. I'm watching it on Hulu. Yeah, this yeah. Shit. you watching it? I heard, I saw uh, as soon as I finished Ted Lasso, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, that shit is. That shit oh, is so you got good. time to start the Bear, huh? Yeah, that shit is good. It's yeah. about things he actually it's cares a, about. It's, John. it's about uh, things revolving around my life, bro. Yeah, like, Chicago and being white. Yeah, come on. Okay, but Miles's minors and whiteness. Minors and whiteness. It's all right. You know that you know a couple of black people would have minded in African American studies. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> looking at me. I don't know why. <laughs> Crazy. Nah, I was about to say. Nah, um, yeah. I dropped yeah, that minor. Seasoning the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Black people, black people do be overseasoning food, which is like, which is like, bro. Like, I, I get it. Like. But it's crazy, like how salty, like like I don't know. I think I got a good enough palate to where I can acknowledge that something is too salty or not salty enough. But yep. black people look like, yeah, just throw more salt in it. Like, goddamn, like how long you really trying to live, my boy? <laughs> Listen, that's. I that's, think a lot of people don't account for the fact that there is salt in seasonings that they're using, yes. like adobo, for example. People will, like put adobo on something for the flavor, and then they add salt, and it's like, bro, adobo is already mad salty, mm-hmm. yeah. and then it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Also, like. Yeah. You guys can't like use. Uh, we all we all know the base seasonings, right? We all know the base seasoning that most people put on everything. Mm-hmm. But like, you can't what are, do what that are, for what, everything. What are the base seasonings? Salt, well, pep- salt, pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, <laughs> paprika. Can't do that on everything. Smoke you can't. I tell you, people be putting that. People mm-hmm. have out here be like, yeah, yo, I'll make steak and shrimp. Season the exact same way. Nah, I can't do that. Like that's not how that shit works, my boy. Can't do that. Like talk about the over season, but yeah, man, it's. And that, that's something that comes from the struggle because you out here when you don't have higher quality things, you're like, we gotta make this shit taste good. Mm, and there's, listen, seasoning is important, but you're right. Like especially, and I feel like that's something that we don't we don't really think about till we get older. Yeah. And you, if you actually like start getting into food or not, you know. Mm. But yeah, not that. But I yeah, stop cleaning my chicken, man. Well, 
John, I ain't gonna lie to you. Because you, y'all know I'm a very, I'm a very science based person. Yeah, it's it's not hard to convince you. You just gotta come at John with facts. But for me, yeah, I'm a little more hard headed than that. I ain't gonna lie to niggas. <laughs> all I'm saying but, is, I'll make you some fire chicken and not oh, tell you. you oh, won't I, think about oh, it. I know you will. I'm listen. Trust me. Like once the shit is cooked, like you got the, you cooking the shit at a high enough temperature where it doesn't necessarily so even. Yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's habit, John. I'm sorry. I'm not, you know. Waste man. No, you're a waste man. No, I'm just saying. I'm all about working the fish. Your family is about to disown you. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I was like, my mom was like, you're not cleaning the chicken? I was like, no. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, like, you, Yo, you don't it's, need to do that. It's, it's the collective look of Caribbean disappointment. You know what I realized? What's up? I make that face in the gym all the time. Like, I can't fix my face. Like, normally, I'm very good at, at staying even keel in all situations. True life. When I'm working out and I see people do dumb shit, I can't fix my face. And then I catch myself. I'm just staring at them for five minutes doing some <laughs> dumb shit. Like, thank God I'm out of uniform right now. You know what I mean? Like, nah, that shit crazy. But yeah, no, my, my, my parents, my dad laughed at it, laughed at me when I didn't clean myself and then ate the food and was like, it tastes really good. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and now imagine how much longer it would take about cleaning the chicken. Because also, what is your cleaning chicken? Well, what is your cleaning well, chicken? Well, cleaning chicken, it don't necessarily got to be a long process. I know that I know that a lot of people take a long time, but I've done it so much that cleaning chicken don't take me longer but than what like is, five seconds. How seven. do you clean chicken? So I use, I use apple cider vinegar. Uh-huh. I use like not hot water. I'll use like specifically like lukewarm water. I'll use lime juice and a little bit of lemon juice. And how do you clean chicken, JT? You just rinse it out the package? That's what I would do. <laughs> you see? Well, so I don't know. No I, I'm at, no, 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 but I'm saying, but that's all how a lot of people clean chicken. Wait, what, wait what's going on? How what's do you clean on? chicken? I'm listening. Uh, I, I rinse it. Exactly. So, again, there's no standard for how to clean chicken, but we're all like, yeah, we got to clean chicken. I also use dish soap. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to say so. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. Life lessons with John? Yeah, sure. No, I'm trying to free our people from the shackles of cleaning chicken. You know, kids, John, kids, kids getting shot by the cops. This. Uh, what do you call it? Our school system is in shambles. But God forbid, John's number one priority as mayor. <laughs> Stop mayor. cleaning your chicken as mayor. <laughs> yeah, I never heard of no mayor. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. This nigga John hopped to the podium and was like, and like, it started explaining the reasons why <laughs> you shouldn't be cleaning your chicken. Like, I'd be very, very uh. <laughs> like, I think John would be a good politician, but I just wouldn't vote for him just out of spite. Yo, it really, it's really <laughs> crabs in a barrel. That's JT. That's being a friend of JT in a nutshell. <laughs> Where he'll be like, I really think you can do this, but best believe I'm not going to support you. Like, I 100% believe that you can do anything you set your mind to. Yeah. Don't expect me to be in your corner, though. Yeah, like, I don't listen, want to see you succeed. I think you can do it, but like, don't don't worry about it. Like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Sweetheart. I think you do it, but I'll tell you what, I ain't holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is episode 143 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast, coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios, bringing you in, as always, your lovable host, just stuck in traffic, just on his damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT, what is up, everybody? And to my right, a man that needs some introduction, 
the Guyanese God himself, the Chicken Whisperer, John Mutu, everybody. Stop cleaning your chicken, people. And to my far right, a man that needs no introduction. He walks with the cane not because he has to, but because he needs to. The deacon of demon time himself, Mr. Worldwide West. Because everywhere I go, I leave a worldwide mess. And that's on everything. How's it going, everybody? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. And to my far right, almost making a semicircle, the Saratobi sound man himself, the voice from beyond the beyond, the Gabagool, Greg Possibich. Matt Barber, everybody. Hello. We're going on length of introductions for how much JT likes someone. I'm definitely the least. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, 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 has I, that I, not I, been figured out yet? Like, yes, it's, like, this is very the obvious. The level of disdain. It's, it's, and I don't know what I've done to him. The hierarchy. He no. doesn't know what he. This is crazy. What, what the, have I the, done? The, 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 the hierarchy of everything. If you, if you put Matt aside, I'm both of y'all favorites. You're JT's least favorite. <laughs> yeah. You're John's least favorite. <laughs> yeah. And I love you guys just about equally. Um, no, nah, I love John about one percent more. Did, that's, that's John really has to ask what I did, what what he did. Yeah, what did I do? What did yeah? What did John do? What did I do? The yeah. constant <laughs> overstepping of my introductions. <laughs> are you? Are we? Are we? Are we serious right now? It's, what? This is crazy. Again, I think it's just me acting in character. You have the memory of a fruit fly. This is ridiculous. That's not true. But um, I also I also just think giving that. elephant pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, because elephants remember everything. Like that one elephant that that trampled over that woman's funeral. Or whatever. Know, oh just, my yeah. god! Yeah, my son was not playing that video. Is so crazy. Like twenty years later, staged, bro. <laughs> oh my nah, god! That is nah. That is hilarious. I told you guys a story about my cousin on the bus, right? Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely did. I had, I feel like I told you guys back in oh. Guyana. No. <laughs> oh. Oh, is it just a regular ass American story? Damn! All right, yeah, because my cousin was on a bus and he was like, bus driver was driving, and all of a sudden, goes, "There's the guy," and pulls over and runs out of the bus and starts beating the dude up. What? This is and like a city bus. Yeah, <laughs> and just didn't come. Like they had to call and like get another driver to come and move the bus. Nah, ain't what no, ain't no way. That's yeah. like a GTA thing. Because like I remember in GTA, a mission, one of your missions is to hijack a city bus. Yeah. And then you go around doing the stops, and then when a certain person comes on, you got to kill him. Just, bro, there's I, the guy. <laughs> bro, I feel like that's, like, a chill GTA mission, though. Like, that's not, like, as bad. Like, all right, you got to hold up a bus. All right, get off the bus. The nigga's not going to drive away. You mean? Oh, man. Bro, that's funny. Bro, imagine. This is in New York, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Where else is it going to be? This should not happen in nowhere else, bro. Yeah. Nowhere else. This is, the, this is such a fun city. It's the greatest city ever. It's the greatest bro, like city the in the world. like, the subway creature stuff. I saw this thing that was like, this is peak New York, and it was someone on the subway playing the guitar, and this homeless dude with like ripped long johns and shit and no shirt is dancing, uh-huh. and then acts like he's just dancing or like it's looming, and then grabs money out of the case and runs. <laughs> nice. Makes it like 10 feet, gets decked by a dude in a Batman costume <laughs> wearing Tim's. Yo, what? <laughs> and the dude decks him, picks up the money, Runs in the opposite, puts it back in the case, and then hops a turnstile. Yo, that's <laughs> crazy. 
That nigga was that nigga that nigga was waiting his entire life for that one very <laughs> moment. He's like, I've been wearing this Batman costume every day for two years. Walking the street <laughs> every day, every night. That nigga doing more than the NYPD, son. Shit crazy. <laughs> and he not fact. even we need more Batman. It's, it's Eric Adams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Nah, my favorite, my favorite New York subway video gotta be with the with the kid with the curly hair. And he's and he's on the the subway and this shit. It, this shit is like during rush hour and the shit stops like we have a delay somebody jumped in front of the train and the nigga's like yo what the fuck son like yo I'm tight like yo I'm not like why niggas gotta gotta, gotta hop in, tr- in front of the train when I'm on the way home that's how not I even, not every even time regard, not even the regard for human life it's the yo why this nigga had to do this shit when I'm here like yo, it's New York in a nutshell that, that, yeah. that's a fact nah that's how New York makes you feel though Yes, Thanks, I think one of my favorite. Uh, I probably think the same thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bro. One of my favorite videos is definitely the the, the kid. He comes onto the subway. Oh, they left the door open. Nigga kicks it down with computers blasting from his phone in the background. <laughs> hey, I'm driving the train. The nigga's driving the train and just starts yeah, leaning bro. on the horn. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know what's worse, him hijacking a train or that computers is just blasting over the loudspeakers. Ah, so New York. New York's not a real place, bro. It really is. It's not. not, but at the same time, it's the realest. It's the realest place ever. Yep. Indeed. Oh boy, with some of the fakest people ever that happen to reside in Brooklyn, specifically yeah. at the corner of Flatbush and Atlantic <laughs> Avenue. Yeah, those, because those fans are interesting. Because literally, and this it only happens to us on this pod because news always breaks after we record. So as you know by now, Kevin Durant of the Brooklyn Nets. Has requested a trade from the team. We spent a whole pod talking about what the fuck <laughs> what you guys are going to do with both of them. Exactly. Because that's just the luck we have on this podcast. And I remember getting the news. I was getting out of the shower from the gym. Mm. Everybody's blowing up my phone. You know it's bad when James Holmes is hitting me up at like noon. Yeah, that's Ooh. a fact. James, that's a bad sign. James Holmes hits you up and it's not your birthday or after a game where the, they played the Warriors. Exactly. Yeah, James, it can't be good. James will never text nobody first. So, so you already know. If James is hitting you up, it's not a good, it's not. Well, yeah. He's hitting me up. I got like six other text messages. Five of them were from me. I'm about to say, yeah, <laughs> you, there was you in the group chat. Twitter's <laughs> going crazy. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I see it. The Shams tweet. Yeah, nigga, nigga want to trade. I'm like, hmm, ain't this some shit? So for the past like week now, it has been a very interesting time in Nets world. I've had some arguments with a lot of people. Um, I've been on a podcast uh, talking about the situation, Brooklyn Buzz. Um, you know, give them a listen as well. Um, but yeah, this whole situation is bullshit. I feel like it's a lot of um, everybody's acting like children. There is not one single adult. In this whole situation between Joe Sai, Sean Marks, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, they are acting like a bunch of bitches. Like, I want to get back to the time where grown men got into a room, sat down, and hashed out their differences. You know, figure this shit out. All this he said, she said bullshit through the like media. Chris Paul locking DeAndre Jordan in Yes! House? I'd rather them, somebody get, like, lock them in, or like in that South Park episode where, where Jimmy and Timmy locked the Bloods and the Crips into the community center together. I need something like that to happen. Yo. These niggas got to sit face to face because this, 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 this petty schoolyard bullshit of not talking face-to-face but through other people is getting really, really annoying. Wasn't DeAndre about to sign with the, um, with the, with the, with the Mavericks? That's why they locked him in the house? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Why'd I mean, you have to say that off mic? Oh, I don't know. I didn't. I, I was just like, wait, that's like, that's like me thinking out loud. Damn, that's crazy. They definitely did lock that nigga in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, listen, I, and, and speaking of James, me and him had a whole conversation about KD. We had like a whole, like, little, like, analysis about this. Like, mm-hmm. yo, he 
and and this is what I've been saying for James some time. Identify as a KD fan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, still, he's still a KD fan, but he acknowledges that KD's a bitch, though. Like, nah, I mean, that, that, cert- you know, he is cert- certified because look at the list of teams he wanted his trade <laughs> targets: the Heat, one seed in the East; the Suns, one seed in the West. Are you kidding me, bro? Really? Like, yeah, come on. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this just kind of goes off, off the legacy thing, man. Until proven, he he is guilty until proven innocent, bro. KD cannot lead a team. He has not led a team, even when he was in Golden State. That was a team that was already established. Mm-hmm. He won the Finals MVP, and he easily was the best player on those on those teams on the Golden State teams that went back to back. But in terms of doing it by himself, you know, he just hasn't done that. And it's a, it's a it's a much more harder thing to do than we ever could imagine. But I just, but man, listen, it's like. For all of this that that wants to go down, I and I was telling Justin this, I kind of understand why KD wants out. Like this is not necessarily KD's fault. If anything, it's ghetto in there. The Nets, the Nets failed KD, failed KD more than KD failed the Nets. Yeah, and that's that's the obvious thing because okay, you can make the argument. Oh, KD's been hurt. Okay, but the Nets signed the man after he tore his Achilles, so we knew that this man was going to have some form of injury problems or he has an injury history, but. It wasn't KD's fault that Sean Marks in the front office was like, all right, well, Kyrie, you don't want to get vaccinated, so you can't play. And then they renege on that when they're like, ah, you know, we're not good right now, so we kind of got to do something different. You know, that's 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 not that's really not KD's fault. Like, it's not KD's fault that they traded their entire team for James Harden all to just to trade James Harden away about a year and a, and a couple months later. That's not that's not KD's fault. Now nah, they saying they saying it's all they, he got too much power in the that's the, some people are saying he got too much power in the organization he hired Nash like which is the most hilarious lie that, yeah, that, that goes around because I'm like yo like like yeah. take it from me like personally speaking I know for a fact that was not KD's decision like yeah he might have gone along with it but there's only so much you can say about a situation that your GM who has the ultimate and final say on team personnel can can do right like even if he is this big a superstar I think. And it also wasn't the, um, like, Sean Marks and them's decision. It was, like, Joe Sy. Mm-hmm. Right? Joe Sy was the one that said, yo, Kyrie, you're not going to be playing as a part-timer until you get vaxxed. And then you renege on that. The problem with that is, all right, you've already moved the line in the sand. You cannot now, a year later, be like, nah, I want to take the hard line stance and I want to draw a line in the sand again. No, you already gave up power back in January when you said, yeah, he can come back. Because if you were really serious about sticking to your guns— he would not have played a second of basketball until what April, when the mandate got lifted. So you yeah. empa- you emboldened him, you empowered him, uh, because you panicked, I guess, because you were losing games, guys were going down left and right to COVID, things like that. You could sense some, you know, weirdness happening in the locker rooms. Like, all right, maybe if we bring Kyrie back, it'll fix everything. You bring him back. Now you can't also hold that against Kyrie. You can't hold him not getting vaxxed against him if you also were emboldening him to play as a part-timer. It don't work like that. And I'm not excusing Kyrie. This nigga should have been vaxxed. Like, let's, let's, like we're keeping the stack a stack. And I said this on the podcast I was on earlier this week. He should have just gotten saying vaccinated. It, how, he should have gotten vaccinated. We avoid all of this. At the same time, if you are Josiah and you said, word for word, my only religion is winning, well, from a basketball Oof. sense, a winning sense, keeping Kyrie Irving on the sidelines for those first two and a half months does not equate to your religion being winning. So you, let me, an uh, interesting stat that I saw the other day, mm-hmm. in the three years that Kyrie and KD were in Brooklyn, obviously the first year was a dub because KD was still recovering from his Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. So this season, 
uh, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. They played 45, 45 games. Yeah, 45, I saw that stat, 45 yeah. games together, mm-hmm. even though Clay missed half the season. In those three years that Katie and Kyrie actually were playing together in Brooklyn, they only played 44 games together, mm-hmm. which is like at, injuries injuries aside, like the vaccine shit. Yes, Kyrie, obviously, he should have he should have just got the vaccine fine. But at the same time, like the problem with the Nets organization is that like they like they can't you, let shit go. You know, you know how good of a talent that Kyrie is on the court. So if I, I think if they just let him play on the road from the start, I think things would have eventually changed. You know, I think I think I, I don't necessarily believe that Harden necessarily would have even wanted to leave because I think Harden had a lot of resentment towards Kyrie because he didn't want to get the va- the vaccine. You know, yeah. and could you also think that Harden would have some resentment towards the management and front office because they didn't allow. Kyrie to be uh, part-time from the jump, mm-hmm. right? Because I think everybody knew, like it didn't take a rock scientist to know going into training camp and going into the preseason, Kyrie Irving not getting vaxxed. Like yeah. we mm-hmm. all knew Kyrie Irving was not going to get vaxxed this season. The teammates knew he wasn't going to get vaxxed. So it's not like this whole thing blindsided anybody. Everybody was probably prepared for him not to be vaxxed. The ownership probably didn't expect him to, I, and which is my thinking, because you saw the report that Katie said, oh, then he doesn't think the Nets... Um, what do you call it? Ownership did enough to get to know Kyrie. Yeah. But it didn't take a rock scientist to know that Kyrie wasn't getting vaxxed. Maybe ownership and Joe Side didn't really think he was serious about really not getting vaxxed. They definitely didn't think that nigga but was serious. We all they knew this. Definitely did not think that man was serious. Which is why it's around, even right. They called his bluff on the leaving shit just for Katie to be like, I have had it. Basically. Mm. So and that and that's another thing. So it's like everybody says, like, oh, Katie is leaving Kyrie. No, I don't think so. I think it's a case of Katie probably made this decision before Kyrie even opted in. Kyrie opting in is strictly for rather having like 30-something million dollars over six million. You know but what I'm them, saying? Them niggas clearly didn't, didn't have a conversation, though. There ain't no, there ain't no way that them niggas had a conversation about in it. In terms of like what, in leaving term, together or? In terms of them, uh, like like Kyrie resigning, because I, I feel like if they had a conversation about, like, because Kyrie knew that he was going to resign at some point. So if he knew that, then I'm surprised that you know, KD would still request a trade in spite of that because they, I, like, they they're genuinely cool. Like they 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 even came out and said that they want to get traded together. I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, it'd be, but, it'd be impossible. Yeah, but that, I think it's mostly because especially after the fucking Rudy Gobert trade. Yeah, but I think it's also because right. I think it's more so the ownership doesn't like Kyrie Irving. Like it feels very very clear as day they don't want him anymore. Um, which is kind of crazy. And I understand the reservations of having him. He is very spotty with his attendance. He's not going to win no attendance award. He missed this season because of the vaccine. But, like, this nigga was 50-40-90 last year. Yeah. He played the most games between James Harden and Kevin Durant last year. You're not tired of saying that? No, I, I I'm not like tired. You, I feel but like, like you'd be out here having to, no, I know, to bring those points I, 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 I do, week, but dog. it's like I don't want to defend Kyrie Irving, but I'm defending mostly the fact of what makes us a better basketball team. I'd yeah. rather have go through the headaches of Kyrie Irving and deal with whatever, then not have Kyrie Irving on my team and be a very lesser ball bro, club. I say this shit every week. Who are you going to replace Kyrie with, bro? Like, like niggas can't, can't answer, answer that, that that's, question. That's, that's gettable. But, 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 at the same, but at the same time, now it's not even that. It's like we literally went from what do you replace the Kyrie with to, all right, the Nets are about to enter what looks to be a full rebuild. Like, which is like, cause, I mean, cause I mean, you, you're gonna, you you're gonna, get. you're gonna get a lot for KD. But do you think that anything that you're gonna get for KD is gonna equal no, what? You're gonna, K- you're gonna be fighting for the play in, 
along with having a head coach that is awful. And I say this, it doesn't matter what hole you get for Kyrie Irving and KD. As long as Steve Nash is the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, you have no direction for the future. I think they have more reason to get rid of him with those two leaving. Like, they, so yeah, you have to clear I think house. the reason is there. But I think if KD and like one or both of them leave, mm-hmm. it's much easier for them to be like, yeah, we're just starting new in general. And like, it's, it's an easier excuse to getting rid of, to have a mutual parting of ways. I mean, that way, but I but, like. but I then I, re- I liken it back to the Cavaliers, right? When Le- with the LeBron and David Blatt, David yeah. Blatt only lasted one season, and then midway through the second season, they fired him. They, they fired him. Ty, 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 Ty brought up Ty Lue. Yeah. They won a championship. It didn't even matter that the Knicks had the best record. They just yeah. they knew it was because of LeBron. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. a, and a coaching change matter. And now, and we, and even then, back then, I, I, and I've said this on the pod too, I've had my reservations about Ty Lue as a coach, but over the past two seasons, Ty Lue has proven he can coach basketball. He can coach. Like, look at what he's done with these Clippers teams without Kawhi for the majority of it, and then without Paul, Paul George, George. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he, he can run a basketball team. Steve Nash cannot. And he has two of one of the best talents. Two, he has two elite talents on his roster. And he can't even really get the job done most nights. So what do you think happens with Nash now? Now, like, if, and and I still say if because I don't necessarily believe that even though KD requests a trade, he need like, he's going to get traded. I don't think that's, that's definitely going to happen. I don't know, the Nets don't owe him, owe anything. He doesn't have, he He doesn't have, he doesn't have no trade clause and Mm -hmm. he's on, and he's under contract for four more seasons. Four four more seasons. Mm -hmm. So, like, the Nets could realistically just let this shit drag on if they don't get the package that they want, which reportedly is one all-star, a budding all-star, you know, mad unprotected draft picks and pick swaps and things like that, right? Which is fair which, for... But which I, is fair I, for Kevin Durant, you know what I'm crazy. saying? I, this is like, I just can't believe it because this man is like, I don't want to say he's out of his prime. Like, that's kind of like disrespectful to say that the man is out of his prime, but he's not He's not OKC KD. He's not even Golden State KD. But I mean, up until he got hurt this season, he, he was, still, an, he yeah, was top still, two in MVP. And, and, this, and, that, and that's my point. It's like, yo, the, the NBA is real, like... I like I don't think in 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 baseball or football shit even hockey where you can trade somebody that's what Katie's about to be 34 33 34 33 33 mm. all right that's that still has this much value this late in his career it really says how great of a player that K that KD is yeah i mean it's uh we've never seen this before like ever in in the history of sports somebody yeah. this good asking to be traded after opting into a contract of multiple years like it's yeah. It's 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 very unprecedented, and yeah. my fear not is obviously my big fear is losing both of them. You know, just as a Nets fan, like this is the this it's is the two greatest. Happen. If KD yeah. like if KD is gonna want to go, like Kyrie will not also be on the team. No, they will they will trade him. They, like I'm saying, like they don't happen. like him. I will I will go out on a yeah. limb and say the Brooklyn Nets organization management the ownership does not like yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I mean, but then again, yeah. KD can never play again and get traded. And have value still, you know what I mean? It's not like Ben Simmons to the shit, but like I think um, I'm sure we'll talk more about like the interesting packages and whatnot and what teams can offer. But it's like the one that kind of stood out to me a little bit was like the Nuggets. I have not seen a Nuggets package. What for Kevin Durant or Kyrie? For Kevin Durant, I have not seen a Nuggets package in like Murray, Michael Porter, picks, other stuff won't work because I mean the whole thing is y'all want all star level players. Maga Porter Jr. No, I'm talking more Jamal Murray. No, no, no. I'm saying, <laughs> like, but like, if you don't, if if they don't want a guy like Kyrie Irving on the team, why would they want a guy like Michael Porter Jr.? Mm, you know what I'm mean, saying? Yeah, like, it's the point. same reason that's, why it's the same not, reason that's why not like the same though. No, why is it not the same? Because Kyrie, he, he don't fit the he don't fit. I'm telling you, it's not the case of like 
it goes deeper than just like Kyrie's unavailability. Yeah. It's like the values and how he views things. And like like mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. don't don't follow the same type of values as Joe Sai. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like he be he be out here on some dummy yeah. shit as we as we know. Honestly, if Michael Porter Jr. was in Brooklyn, this nigga would have got vaccinated, bro. Like, let's be honest. Like, the only reason why he got away with that one is because he's in Denver. Don't nobody give a like. And plus, be- he got a bad. Why am I bringing on another another nigga with a bad back? Yeah. <laughs> another nigga with a bad already got one Australian nigga with a bad back I gotta get a light bright with a bad back as well <laughs> come another, on another light bright with another a bad. light bright we can you know we can do that trade from Bleacher Report and you send Ben Ben Simmons to us so that you could actually trade for Bam see that'd be hilarious if Dinwiddie ended up <laughs> coming yeah. back to the to, to the Nets but um I can't believe this man KD really had the nerve to say like yo I want to go my 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 preferred destinations is Phoenix is yeah. Phoenix that's and nasty. Miami bro that's disgusting like you lose all respect and credibility yeah. like wanting to go to the end to win what, it on his own you think um, but even still like right you look at it whatever team he goes to has to get gutted yeah right so that the team he's going to is not going to be as good you know, I guess with the pieces around, obviously, yes, you're getting better because you get Kevin Durant, but you're losing. You're probably going to lose a lot of the key role players that make that team good to begin what, with. Um, you know, well, if you're the Suns, you knew you were losing Aiden anyway. Yeah. So what, you sign and trade Aiden, you, and then you, it's not a one for one, but you're replacing Mikhail with um, KD. But you're going to have to, you got to include Cam, Cam yeah. and you're going to have to include some picks. Do yeah. they really want to lose But again, but again we Mikhail. talk about this all the time, like one championship, Oh, makes yeah. up for a lot. Makes but, up for a but lot. But John, but, but I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because in that same breath, if you run it back and you apologize and everybody puts water under the bridge, one championship solves everything. Yeah, right? Then, you like then you they had, make a documentary about this, like the fucking Mets. Exactly. Right. So you look at the, you <laughs> yeah, look, you look at fact. the Nets, right? From last <sighs> last season's Nets, right? A foot away and whatever cha- whatever injuries away from probably going to the finals, right? Fucking waste, man. This yeah. year, a wash. But look at the additions that they made to this team. Mm-hmm. You like this team on paper with right them yeah, would be a really, really solid team. And like mm-hmm. even if they these niggas want to leave after that, right? If Kyrie still is upset or the team is still upset with Kyrie, it, it was just an opt in for this year, right? Just an yeah. opt in for this I year. Think they, think they run it for one. So like year. you they, like they do a last you at dance least type shit. Yes, <laughs> like, that's what on, I'm saying. No, the only dance, the, the only dance. dance. Yeah, They're literally the only dance. Also, but you got a committed Kyrie, right? Contract year Kyrie. Then you have you just got T.J. Warren. Right, and I lo- I love that move because it's low risk. He's going to sign for the f- for the minimum. We still keep our, we still keep like our TPE. Mil. What? No, we kept him for the. What do you? It was either the T- uh, minimum or the, or the MLE, but we still kept our TPE. What um, um? How do we? So so K so fuck all the bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So KD gets a ring in Bro- Brooklyn hypothetically. Yes. What are we saying about KD a year from now? His value. Uh, what do you mean in terms of legacy? Just in terms of everything. Like what? Are, like what? Are, what? Like what are we saying about KD? Because it's like yo, all right. My man's got his my man's got his rings in Golden State. He came to another team. He did it by himself. He proved that he could do it by himself. Like, where do you like like what are we saying about him? I mean, like, is I he feel... a top like is he a top ten player all time? Is he like, you know, like for his, for his age doing what he's doing is something incredible? Like, is he the best scorer of all time? Like at what point, like, like where like where like what are we talking about? What are these narratives? Well, that's what I don't think a ring um solidifies him his scoring thing. Cause I think we already he, like, he, he, yeah. could win, he could win no rings and I'd still be like, yo, Kevin Durant's the greatest scorer I've ever yeah, seen play basketball. Potentially um, a top fifteen all time. Yeah, I think player. the ring would just help I, that in terms of like, all right, he was able to do it without Yeah. I think it goes more into team. like what what it means to have a top player who can lead. And that's where the reason why we all felt he was going to leave Golden State in the first place was so, so he can go and 
have his team and win with his team. So and you get a uh, get a get a franchise that's never won a championship a ring. That goes a long way as well. Say like Kawhi, like Kawhi will forever be goaded in Toronto because yeah. he brought that franchise its first mm-hmm. ring. No he one did. cared that he, he left did. after. Nobody he, cared nobody because did. remember the year before he was traded, it was all the damn Kawhi toxic, the whole Uncle Dennis thing. He's purposely sitting out with the whole medical thing. Mm-hmm. He's beefing with the front office, damn, beefing with Pop, yeah. and point. then all that went away as soon as he won a championship with Toronto. Then mm-hmm. after that, it's like, all right, well, what, like, look look at what he's done since he left Toronto. How many games has Kawhi Leonard really played with the Clippers? And the yeah. only people talking about it is us. Like, Kawhi Leonard is a fantastic ball player. I think he's he's definitely top 50 mm-hmm. all time when he retires. But his attendance record ain't the best either. I mean, he's been hurt for the past two seasons. And then he was that hurt that one long season with the Spurs. That shit felt like forever. Like two years, it felt like. Yeah, it felt like he was, he, was, he was out forever. But when this man is on the court, yeah, that man, mm-hmm. that man, yeah. that man is the business, bro. Um, before I forget, mm-hmm. I, I heard the wildest shit watching a Yankee game. Yes. That uh, Joey Gallo has two career sack flies. Damn. Only two career. Interesting. Ex- two two career sacrifice flies. So you're telling a, me someone He's either getting out or hitting that ball out of the park. <laughs> but like he's not even getting out on fucking pop-ups that can score people. Like what are you, what are you doing? He's either hitting it out the park or he's getting out that doesn't Infield produce fly rule. Yeah. All pretty fucking much. day waste man. Well, he could be also be hitting the ball on the ground driving the runner in from third. He's Go look up how many sacrifice whatever's. Yeah, but that that doesn't count as a sacrifice. Well, though if you like if if it's yeah, if it's one RBI, out, yeah, it's but. just a run RBI. Um, but yeah, I will say. Fuck Kevin Durant. That's so basically good. me and Miles was talking about this yesterday. Okay. Imagine being named after motherfucking Paul O'Neill. What do you mean? O'Neill oh. Cruz is named after Paul O'Neill. This nigga that's at bat right now. Oh, I always thought it was Jermaine O'Neill he was named after. You thought uh, you thought Dominicans named a baseball player after Jermaine O'Neill. Well, he you, was never, you ain't never first. seen a Dominican in a Reggie Miller jersey. Come on now. They was wow. they was banging with the Pacers. You wasn't you oh you wasn't in the streets. It's okay. It's all right. He wasn't on that far of town. Wow. What's the basketball? What's the bat? <laughs> basket. What's the basketball jersey of choice in Guyana? You don't. They said know. nah. I was about to make a joke that's so went, foul. Bro, I didn't, do I, it. Nah, I ain't do it. I ain't do that. I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm about to say them niggas Sudar got Popo. them niggas got uh, you know. them niggas got 2011 Miami Heat championship jersey. <laughs> what are we an African nation? Yo, dog. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. It no, was low. It, it was low. What about in the Trinidad and Tobago? Oh, the way I tried to fucking. When I used to go to guy, I just can't be like, all right, like, can we play basketball? They're like, what's that? And I'm like, yeah, what's no, that? well then. Oh, they don't know. Like how to, jo- no, they don't know play sports with their hands. Oh no. No, they're it's a third world country. <laughs> oh, only soccer. Pretty much yeah. okay, cricket. Soccer, and cricket? cricket. Yeah. So they can play cricket. It was but... a British colony, JT. Yuck. Cricket, weird. West Indies cricket team is big. All right. Well, we're in 2022 now. These niggas still can't play, find a hoop. Milk crate? Damn, son. Piece of cardboard? This nigga Justin going in. He's going in. It's only because it's John. No, that's only because <laughs> JT's whole family comes from America. Yeah, that's what yeah. that is. Yo, all right. No, so. we didn't come from America. <laughs> we got brought here. Well. Damn. <laughs> John, like, well, you know, it's okay. We all, we all, <laughs> I mean, I mean, 
My family See, didn't come from Guyana either. We so. were all we were all part of the triangle, so it's yeah. okay. Just different stops. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> we they got we got dropped off everywhere. <laughs> they dropped my family off everywhere. They got our family. They got dropped off here. Family got dropped off in Central America. Family got dropped off in the Caribbean. This is kind of crazy. It is really we, we really be out here. Yeah, but Justin, uh, you ain't nothing but a Negro. No, I'm just black. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so what are you? Black. Slave black. Slave yeah. Black. It's so funny that that whole concept of like, what are you? Because you know, we went to Temple, where mm-hmm. out there, it's like you don't really ask people black people that question. They're like, what do you mean? What am I? I'm black. Mm-hmm. Where in New York, it's like that's such like a normalized question. Yeah. Because yeah. you just gotta know. It's like we talking to Africans. Like, how am I gonna relate to you? Right. Yeah. Now? Exactly. Like you Jamaican? Oh, you Jamaican? All right. Word. Yeah. I could. I could. I could speak a little patois to you. you like when I go to the Soka versus Reggae, you know, parties, I'm just like, damn, like. This yeah. sounds all. This all sounds the same to you. Like you guys all know where you come from, and I'm just here as like a visitor. This is crazy. This nigga is a nut. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what Josiah is saying about <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Probably. And is. The, I need to get the emails because once we leak these emails, we're about to Robert Sarver and 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 and, and Donald Sterling. This nigga. For real, for real. Let's really talk about what's going on in Brooklyn because these niggas have had three different CEOs in the past three years for BSE Global. I'm just saying, I'm not a business person, but having three different CEOs in a three-year span, is not good business. I'm just saying, why is he raising ticket prices 130% on season ticket holders like myself after the abomination that we just witnessed at home? Hmm? Why is that, John? Well, I mean, if kidneys get traded, it should be a little cheaper. Nah, I don't no, know. No, it won't. I don't These think things so. are locked in because it, th- there's no refunds on this shit, John. I'm telling you, it's a madhouse out there. Even before this whole Kyrie and Kevin Durant bullshit was happening, things were changing for the worse over in Brooklyn, and it started in 2019. What do, what do, how long, how much do see net season tickets even cost? Like how for long? How, yeah, remember how I told you, no. y'all keep getting them. I might, I might jump in on I that. think last year our tickets were like 22. 22? Oh, okay. Not 2200. Twenty-two thousand. Yes, I. I'm okay. Sorry, you thought I, you think I did, I'm just making. I'm saying for the listeners, not you. All right, fair enough. I was about to be like, yo, listeners, yo, if you think <laughs> good seats at a Nets game could cost twenty-two hundred for the year, buy them shits right now. Twenty-two, twenty-two. Bro, but, and that's and that's what the real funny thing about this is. Like, like Sai was like, yo, I'm perfectly fine with losing uh, both of these niggas instead of going through a repeat of last year. It's like, all right, dog, I'm I'm telling you, I know you bought the team when stocks, you know, stonks were high after that 2019 season. You were not here watching Donald Sloan on a random Tuesday evening against the Charlotte Hornets. I promise you, you wasn't watching <laughs> Johan Petro. Oh, you wasn't. Wa- <laughs> you oh. was not watching Reggie Evans grabbing rebound after rebound after rebound, scoring zero legend. points. You weren't there, bro. I'm telling you, it's not. It's it's not going to be profitable. You really think Nets fans are coming out like that? Um, it's a it's a proud bunch, but it's also a very small bunch. No, we are not only 20 Nets fans, but it's not as big as you You're think, right, especially it's like 30. Exactly. And especially because you have a lot of Nets fans still in Jersey that just can't make it out yeah. to Brooklyn. That's it's it's, it's a long ass troop. So Kyrie and KD were bringing people in the stands. You remove them. You think Ben Simmons is filling these stands? Sometimes, and I think the I think the funny thing about ownership, and I think this is ownership with anything. Like the the higher and higher you get up the administrative ladder, like you really don't see things from the way that you know the normal people see things. Like I think maybe, and this might just be a conspiracy. Like they are more tapped in with what the media is really saying than what like the 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 people that actually enjoy it and love the team are actually saying. Which I'm actually about to big up the Mavericks because. I think Mark Cuban does like a great job of actually like getting engaged with the fan base, probably better than most owners in the NBA. 
I'd say he's the best yeah. in the I, NBA. I, I, he's I, he's I, one of the best. I, I would say I, I, probably I agree with that, but like I think the bar is pretty low for it. I think he does a really good job to an extent of being visible and like listening and doing so many like community things where he's actually a part of it, right? Um, so he does things like that. He did the when the, the Mavs Skyline jersey was crowdsourced, mm-hmm. like yeah. that was mm-hmm. all right, guys. Like we need a jersey, sort of thing. Like people aren't doing things like that, but it's also like the like no one is, so he could do the bare minimum. Or we're like, yes. But, but that, that's but, all we we just want to feel yeah. engaged, right? Like, yeah. and also another point to this is like, yo, the Nets Twitter account unfollowed like all the fans this season. Really? Mm. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, they didn't follow me, but I'm just like, from all the Nets fans on Twitter that were being followed by the team at one point. Yeah, they unfollowed them. It's like, yo, like that's like a bare minimum thing a team can do to just keep the fan base engaged. Like, oh shit, like my favorite team follows me on Twitter, even though I know they're not gonna. Be- you know, see any of my tweets or anything like that. It's like, oh, this well, is especially pre- for bigger people in the the Twitter space for it. Like, yeah, that was, like, no, because well, like, Mavericks yeah, obviously well, follow Ruben, right? They follow like Ruben has met Exa- higher. That's ups. what I'm like, saying. Ruben like, like is, they take care. The media they take like, care. You don't think Clipper Daryl probably he's not cool with people in the front yeah, office? Like, like he's not cool with Steve Ballmer, right? Like I'm pretty sure in, even in the baseball sphere, Ruben's right? There for Dirk's retirement, Steve Cohen. You don't think Steve Cohen probably ain't reached out to, uh, what is it, the seven line? Nah, that be, that'd be out there and in center field. Mm. But I mean, think about when Steve Cohen first bought the Mets. When he bought first bought he the bought Mets, he's a fan. Yeah, like, yeah, he loved, he grew up a Mets fan. This nigga was actively engaged on Twitter. I think the reason why he can't, why he fell back a little bit was because of the GameStop shit and the inside of trading and all of that. But, <laughs> you know, like, he definitely was pretty to engaged. The moon. And this nigga backed it up with his wallet, bro. This nigga came through and was was purchasing everybody. Nigga said, Stalin Marte, Mark Cano, Max Scherzer, like, yo, I'm about, like, your water Escobar, like, yo, I'm I'm about to get niggas for the squad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, fans definitely appreciate owners that are in touch. Franchise mode in real life. Yeah, no, nah, like, actually. Like, f- fans appreciate owners that care about this, the winning, more than they care about the profits. Like, obviously, these guys got into the ownership because it would turn a profit. But, like, even, like, Steve Bowman, right? Look how many years Steve Bowman, those Clippers have not won a championship, but Steve Bowman keeps shelling out the money, keeps paying the luxury tax, right? He's going to keep paying Kawhi, going to keep paying Paul George. I mean, they just signed, what is it? Healthy season. Just signed Zubak to a three-year, like, $30 million deal or something like that. He just signed John Wall. John Wall ain't played in, like, three years, but he just signed John Wall to a 12 or $12 million deal. Mm-hmm. Like, think of John Wall got so much bread, bro. He giving out money because this is what he thinks it takes to win a, oh, a championship, but I mean, off, bro, I, I, I mean, bro, listen. This out. is the thing. It's like if you're a team and you and you don't, if you don't draft well, if you don't necessarily have like the infrastructure, like the Celtics where you're homegrown, or like the or the Warriors where you're homegrown, you gotta spend the money, bro. It's the same thing with it's the same thing in baseball. That's why that's why the Dodgers do it. That's why the Yankees do it. That's why the best teams are the teams that spend the most money, bro. Yeah. Um, I was uh. My clients was talking yesterday, and he was just like, he feels like football. And he's from a business person, but he's like, football is the only ownership that does it right in the sense that any team can compete at any given time. Um, like where a team like the Bengals, who clearly doesn't have the money and the resources, can still put together a competitive team, right? And that's why, and but it's at the cost of the players, right? And that's why I feel like we see such disparities in those leagues that have more player empowerment, like the NBA, like the MLB, yeah. of like teams meddling, meddling in mediocrity forever or having a player forever and never doing anything with him and things like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, there is no, the important thing is there is no happy medium. I mean, there is. Like, the real thing is if these owners actually want to dish out the money, like the Steve Cohens, like the Bombers and things like that. But, like, it doesn't happen often enough 
And then from a fan's perspective, we're like, that's that's all we want. Like, sports yeah. are a reprieve from our fucking regular life. Like, this is like... like the amount of effort, it, and we spoke a little bit about, um, I think one of the first times we had Ruben on, of dealing with people that are like, man, you don't care enough. You're just like, dude, I just don't need this to, like, ruin my entire life. Or, like, mm -hmm. the Mavs losing just ruins my week and shit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, for a lot of people, that's what it is. So when we see that, we're like, you have so much money that you that you don't even need to care that much about this franchise. Like, the franchise isn't your main source of income. Yeah. Like, it's a toy. Yeah. Like, you're treating so, it, you're treating something I care about, I put a financial investment into, mm -hmm. right? I put my heart, sweat, tears, you know, into it, mm -hmm. right? I'm watching all the games, streaming all the games, things like that. I want the own, as a fan, I think owners should care just as much about the team and winning as the fans do. And I know fan is short for fanatic, and I, I get it, and there's a lot of crazy-ass fans out there. Mm -hmm. Um... But That's what, I feel like when if you're an owner, you owe it to the fans to do everything in your power to make this thing a success. And even if that means maybe cutting the ego, your own ego, a little bit or shelling out a little bit extra money because you know what? The Warriors spend money like it's nobody's business and they get rings because of it, mm -hmm. right? They pay Steph. They pay Clay, They pay Dre. They pay the free agents to come to their team, mm -hmm. right? And look what happens. They have a dynasty because of it. So... You got to pay to play, yeah. man. Um, Yeah, definitely going off of what you're saying. First and foremost, this game, actually any game, would not be what it was without fans present. We saw that during the pandemic. We see what it looks like. It's not the same product without fans. Like, they literally had to add fan noise to um to, to a lot of the stadiums just <laughs> to make it feel normal for, for, the, for the players. Mm -hmm. So... If you have people that are spending money in your ballpark, now, mind, I say ballpark, your ballpark, your stadium, whatever the fuck, like, the Yankees are always going to put a good, I'm using them as an example because they always put a good product on the field. Whether we like it or not, they're always gonna going to spend money. They're always going to do what they got to do. Yes, yeah, like, I don't know about always a good product, but they always go spend the money. They're, okay, yes, fair enough. Well, at least, they're, in, they're, at they're least since the Steinbrenners took over. Well, yeah. yes, yeah. exactly. They're, they're always, they're always going to spend the money. Now, Teams like the Cubs, teams like the Pirates, the A's, the A's, the, the, A's, Reds. the A's are the A's are probably the best example of it. They're these are teams that are not going to spend the money because they 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 don't have fans that come to the stands. Like I don't like the the attendance for the A's this year six thousand. They're averaging had, six thousand in a football dog. You see how just, big that stadium is. They just <laughs> had their highest selling game of the year against the Blue Jays a couple days ago, and you know what? Um, what like what the what the what the attendance was? It was like twenty nine thousand. Just wait till the Yankees go out there for their West Coast trip. Oh, bro, they're gonna sell out, and it's gonna be the greatest weekend ever for them. Oh yeah, that's a fact. They probably count down the day. A's ownership is probably counting down the days to that Yankee series like it's yeah. Christmas. I mean, that's yep. the reason why all those teams leave Oakland and things like that. You know. Like or, yeah. and, and that's why. Well, they also be playing the money ball shit, which I mean, I, I mean, yeah. it worked once, but you know, they've been they've been kind of struggling. Moneyball only works so much, especially when everybody else is doing it and everybody else is also spending mm -hmm. on top of it, right? Like the Yankees have one of the most, even though they spend, they also have one of the biggest analytics departments in all of baseball, right? Yeah. Same with the Dodgers, same with the Mets. Like, it, yo, you just got to do certain things to, to put a winning ball club out there. And yeah, like I feel bad for A's fans, especially because they're talking about moving the A's as well, mm -hmm. right? The Warriors already left Oakland, mm -hmm. right? They're now in San Francisco. Raiders are gone in Las Vegas. Right, so like, what happens to, uh, what do you call it? O the Oakland o Oakland fans like that. Same thing like with um, when the Sonics left. 
Yeah. And we've been pushing how long for the Super Sonic, for, the, for a team Seattle, in Seattle yeah. to get back? Yeah, they have the Seattle Storm, and they've been very successful yeah. as a WNBA franchise. And you have the Mariners, you have the... They got the, a the, hockey team before they got a fucking... Yeah. Basketball, another yeah. team. I don't understand. I, I mean, I guess maybe it was just the market at OKC. They actually... But they the OKC attendance really do be th- high all I the time. I think what but, happened was on it when... Uh, the dude who bought it was from OK, like Oklahoma. Mm. So it was like once he bought them, it was like writings on the wall. They're gonna try mm. and move, you know. Yeah, it's uh, look like I said, like this whole thing, uh, with the Nets is some disgusting, dastardly things. It sucks as a fan to go through it, especially because you you're basically living through the fact that you may not, you may not have the best chance you've had it to get a title since the Jason Kidd era. Um, all because there's people on every side, KD, Kyrie, Joe Sy, Sean Marks, you know, egos are over, you know, they're trumping everything. They're mm-hmm. trumping logic right now. And if at the very least, I think you owe it to not only yourselves, but the fans to just run it back w- at least once. And if it fails again, b- fine, so be it. But at least you could say, at you least tried. you could say, exactly. At least you could say you could tried. No more mandate, right? No bad apples, I guess, in the locker room. Like, you know, James Harden, whatever. You have you brought guys in that want to be there, et cetera, et cetera. Roll the balls out and let the chips fall where they lie. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Joe Sy, sell the team. Um, I think we're obviously not going to talk about everything that happened in free agency so far. But uh, one of the things that increasingly makes moving KD so much harder is the ridiculous amount that the Timberwolves gave up to get Rudy Gobert. <laughs> like the Frenchman. Yo, that <laughs> my son Cat about to play the three. Yeah, John, what do you think about that? Gobert and Cat, the twin towers. Yeah, Yo, those they, both, they gave both up, of, they both gave of up John's four mans. players and what three first round picks, three or four nah, first it was round like four, picks. Four, yeah, like four first round picks. It was a whole, it was a to haul. be a six seed at best. Yikes, crazy. Like it was an absolute haul, and it just reiterates of how trash the Timberwolves are. And it's like, yeah, the Timberwolves would be better defense. Again, like I say all the time, Rudy Gobert is not, to me, he's not a defensive player of the year. He's not the best defender. He's the best shot blocker in the league. I'll give you that. He's an elite rim protector. Best rim, I would say the best rim but protector, yeah. he is not a perimeter defender, mm-hmm. and I don't think the Timberwolves' issues in the playoffs is their perimeter defense as much as it was when Carl Anthony Towns scoring less than Patrick Beverly. So um now yeah people aren't gonna score at the rim but now you're pushing cat to the four when you had a really solid four in jared vanderbilt you could also swing both ways who you think's a great player who i would have liked um and now you got someone who can't guard in the perimeter gives nothing offensively um and you know i'm telling you that the the cat at the four thing is very interesting to me it's so funny because like i i was under the impression that as a knicks fan can't if we if we no if defense. we wanted if we wanted to get Donovan Mitchell, we was gonna have to give up a shitload of stuff for him. But I'm thinking about it now, low key. I don't see Donovan Mitchell going for as many as much picks and as much players as as Rudy Gobert did. You want to know no the sad one thing should is? go for as much unless it's LeBron James LeBron or James. potentially Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Yeah. yeah, no one should go for that much. Period. Yeah, um, not even Luca. Yeah. Who owns the Timberwolves? A Rod. It's A Rod's part. He's part of the. He's 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 a minority owner though. No, no, it's his group is the majority owner. Okay, he's just like the most famous person of the group. It's just but like it doesn't make any sense and it fucks everything else up because now teams like the Nets and other or other people are like, yeah, this is what we need. Like it's what we need to get started. Like what Rudy Gobert got, and it's like, yeah, because the Timberwolves are stupid. Like that trade. But I think the Nets were gonna get. We're going to try and ask for that from KD regardless. Of no, play. but KD's a top 15 player all time. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
like not Rudy Gobert. Yeah, now he just upped the he just set the bar for everyone else. Where I think they're gonna want so much more, and you're gonna have a time period of that shit not happening and trades not happening because. Like, now you got to wait for the shock value to hold off people. Like, yeah, we should go back to making regular trades. It makes sense. <laughs> I think whatever whatever KD for is going to be, like, a lot more than what They're Rudy trying to make that for. ridiculous for, like, the biggest trade ever for or five team shit. Like, whatever. Bro, right. Here's but, what but, here's but, but, low key, but low key, though, is it's going to have to be because what do you offer for 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 Kevin Durant for the next four years, bro? Like, you, right. like it's not like KD's... It got two more years on the contract. Like, that's one thing. This man literally got... You got four years of Kevin Durant. You know what's really funny is I think that Kevin Durant's value tanked with NBA fans because I see a lot of fans like, nah, we... Raptors fans, Suns fans, like, nah, we don't want to trade the foul. Stupid. Trade, don't, we don't want to trade the farm for for this Kevin Durant who just got locked up. And I'm like, damn, like, but front offices see him still as Kevin Durant, the god, right? Here's what's gonna happen though. Hoping, like, if if he does get traded, dream scenario, three team trade. Nets, right? I think the Raptors do have the best package straight up, one for one for KD, yeah. Barnes, uh, oh, no, OG, yeah. and <laughs> probably Boucher with name, picks. Man. Um, but I could also see if you don't want to bring Scotty Barnes, we bring in, we rope in Utah as the third team because Ainge, pro, Ainge wants to do a complete rebuild. We all know Ainge wants to do a complete rebuild, right? Yeah, so I'm going to fucking rope, think rope, run rope the Utah in, Donovan to BK. You That means you don't include, you don't have to include Barnes from, um, what do you call it? Toronto. You would still probably get like OG, Boucher, maybe Gary Trent Jr. throw in there mm-hmm. and you get your picks and there you go. The, what, then what you the also jazz get jazz would get some stuff from like what are these teams I don't, getting that i don't know up? all like, right so here's the thing uh, saying, you're, you're basically just we're gonna take the best players from yes. two teams and yes. they'll figure it out exactly nah my uh this dude shane that i'm in a group chat with he actually just wrote a uh, a piece about five trade scenarios for um kevin durant for complex uh, some pretty decent some pretty decent packages in there up. yeah you can pull it up yeah pull it up right now um, um but no, no, yeah, no. I, I, you I, said KD from what? for who? Wait, what did you say? Complex from what? what? Oh no, it's five five trade possibilities. Oh. Uh, for Kevin Durant. Um, okay. but yeah, no, I think the I think just going back to the Rudy Gobert thing, it's it's very oh, interesting. Because I'm I'm just confused at the move only because I don't see well, I don't see how it makes them like a win now team. What was Hobie's name? Shane. Is that, who, is that who wrote it? I mean, it's a complex article that says five Kevin Durant sure. trades that could happen. You know, yeah, they, you know, they'd be doing that shit mad times. Yeah, like, places like that will post six articles like that in a two day span. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but um, um, yeah, I just, I just, I just, I don't know. I just don't see it from Minnesota. Like John said, um, they're not going to be a top three seed. If you're, if you're um, the Nets, right? What's the most fuck you location that you trade Kevin Durant to that you get a a good haul from? Detroit. But I don't um, think Detroit they, doesn't do they, that. They wouldn't. They wouldn't go Detroit for it. Detroit wouldn't want to do that because they, they just yeah, have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, my thing also is like if you're, um, if you're the Suns, you're stupid if you don't want KD. If you think that the core that you have built with once Aiden leaves is going to win you a championship, you're stupid. Um, that's you, pride. You know, I also th- all right. The but, worst possible thing I would accept would be the Boston's not worst package, but the worst place I would send them to would be Boston because I do like Boston's package because you could put in obviously Jalen Brown. You'd probably throw in Grant Williams. And you maybe throw in um, either Derek White or Marcus Smart, along with some draft picks. Yo, this is probably Marcus Smart, who's now expendable since they traded for Malcolm Brogdon. Exactly, but I don't know if Boston wants to do that because Marcus Smart really kind of is their heart of the team. Yeah, but are you playing Brogdon and Smart? 
I'm just no, I'm just saying. But I, I'm saying like you, you teams. You paying Brogdon to come off the bench? No, but well, I'm, but Brogdon only has I think one year left or something like that. No, I'm saying like, you could have Marcus Smart on the bench because Marcus Smart that was you I think thought Marcus Smart. Yeah, they just pay Marcus Smart. Do they not? You okay? You, you can, go have Marcus Smart come off the bench as your sixth man. You think yeah. he's gonna be like, yeah, I'll come off the bench? Yes, because I think when he was his best, when he was the sixth man a few years ago. Yeah, it's not happening, dog. I don't understand why he, he just can't. won Defensive Player of the Year, and you think he's gonna come off the bench? Why can't he? He can't it's come on the bench happening. and be start and play starter minutes. Can he? Yeah, if this was two K, it's not gonna happen. But the, the mm, oh, really? Tom, he, he just did that with Tyler Harrow, yeah, and Tyler Harrow was their best scorer. Tyler Harrow is in the third year of his career. Uh, okay. What does that have to do with it? You said he, they can't bring him off the bench with, and have starter minutes. Why can't he? If Bro. Marcus Smart is a team first guy, he's not a very he's not a selfish guy. All right, sure. That's what that's that's what he's that's what he's Miles Ma, yep. He that's what he's portrayed this entire his entire that's career. Exactly what he has portrayed. He's never been in a situation where he's had to do otherwise. Where so, he's hasn't had to sacrifice. He's a very at interesting the level trait. that he's at now. Can you talk about some of these traits? Yeah, like yeah. I, I mean, I'm looking through it. I was just talking. I wasn't. Yeah. Gonna, what I what are some of the things that interest you about? Uh, some of these this one is interesting. Katie yeah. to Phoenix, eight in the eight in the Toronto. So Nets receive Ken Birch, Ananobi, Bridges, Cam Johnson, eight first round picks. Suns receive Kevin Durant, Raptors receive Aiden. Um, there's another one with Zion. I don't think that would happen. Well, no, that well, yeah. yeah. I think this was put out before yeah. the Zion extension. Yeah, before the Zion, it, yeah. it was because it was. Yeah, because I remember. Remember, there were rumblings of like, oh, KD to New Orleans, and I actually kind of liked that because all right, you either you get your pick of either Zion or Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Yeah. You know, if it, throw some if stuff it, in there. If as it's well. flat out the Nets, the Nets and Raptors, then I get then it would be Edinobi, Trent, Scotty Barnes, five first round picks in KD. Yeah. Let's see. Then there's the Heat. It would be a three team with the Heat and the Clippers. Low, the Nets would get Lowry Robinson, Terrence Mann, Tyler Harrow, Brandon Boston, nine first round picks. No, nine picks, one second round. Clippers will get KD. Heat will get Paul George. My son, Kevin Ray, really went, I want to get traded to the Heat, but you got to keep Kyle Lowry, Yo, Jimmy, and Bam. That's like, the only <laughs> reason why I would go to the Heat. Like, bro, do you not know how this works? Like, what the fuck do you I don't, think this I is? I think he's overestimating himself in terms of, like, how good he is. Because, like, dog, like, you realize you're Kevin Durant. Like, you will fetch a very high price. Like, bro, you think they're going to, you think the Heat, like, yeah. you, you think the Nets would accept None of those players in a trade for <laughs> or the, you, or like niggas is like, oh, I want to get traded to Phoenix, but y'all have to keep Devin Booker on the team. Got to keep Book. You got to keep CP3. You got to keep uh, Bridges, and you got to keep Cam. Well, well, then who are we getting back, Kevin? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why I was like, like the Nets don't owe it, a, owe him anything to just have really somewhere he wants. Kevin, the fucking are y'all? <laughs> hi, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> hi, Kevin. <laughs> How do y'all feel about the league being so like? I guess it's a little bit different in baseball and football because, like, you know, the owners really have a lot of that power, and we see what that looks like. But in basketball, it's pretty much the opposite. Bro, we're about to go back to slave days. I'm not going to lie. This no. next CBA yeah. mm-hmm. is about to be nasty. For, because they're wa- for, for, for NBA. For NBA. Because Kevin they're watching. Kevin Durant and Kyrie, Kyrie and Ben Simmons messing up for everyone. Is no, that what de- you're saying? Dead ass. No, they're going to. The the, owner, the owners, governors, whatever you want to call it, are going to look at the situation like, yo, we just had one dude sit out an entire year, right? Willingly, right? And I know, like, there was the, you know, there was talk of the, the mental health and things like that. Um, now you have a guy in Kyrie Irving doing this like kind of like Cold War type situation with the Nets. Now you have another guy, a max guy, requesting a trade a year into signing an extension for four years. They are going to try, the governors and owners are going to try and take back so much power. Like, 
it's the worst possible thing to say, but the NFL from if you're just looking at it from like a non-human perspective and just like a yeah, league perspective, look, what I was talking about. they have yeah, they have the best model. They keep their players in line. They don't pay them. They don't pay them. Very few have guaranteed money. And there is very, very little player empowerment unless you are of the ilk of like an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady. And anyone can compete. Any <laughs> no, because you can if you can draft nah, well. I if mean, you can draft yeah. well, all those rookie deals are essentially no. The if, same. if you can draft well, but you also think, need to you also need to spend money to get free agents as well. Yeah, of course. But again, you can still compete because again, with football, oh, yeah. it, it is one Sunday at a time. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. Just ask the Colts against the uh, Jaguars that week seventeen. <laughs> These niggas folded, bro. How you how you fold winning you're in against the Jaguars, bro? All you got to do is show up to the stadium. And you win, like come on. Yeah, but I mean, Carson to Wentz, say, I, Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, 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 I was about to say, yeah, now, nah, but it's, it, it, you know, baseball, baseball and football are the two most any given day sports for me. The thing about baseball is that it evens out because they have series. Football does not have series. It's one game, and that, and mm-hmm. and that's it. You don't get it back. Like one lucky bounce. Yeah, one miss snap. Mike White versus the Bengals, bro. Like that's literally like. That's example number one of how NFL is literally any given Sunday. You know, you can't you, you can't argue that. The white man marches on for 405 yards. It was crazy. And three touchdowns. Shit had me thinking that this was this was about to be the second. Yo, oh my God. New York Sports Radio was different. It that was week. about to be the second. That it was, was be the football version of Jeremy, Jeremy Lynn. Lynn. Yeah, bro. bro. And if oh, he didn't get no. hurt against the Colts, bro, Jets win that game. Yeah. I don't even care. He was Jets going, win he was that game. Off. It might have been spooky for Maga Wilson. I'm not gonna lie. But it would have been a great time to be. I'm just saying that was honestly the best weekend ever. Went to John's party, got fucked up, had some coitus. Then literally, also the cookies were amazing at the party. Then while eating the cookies, hung over, go back home and watch Mike White destroy the Bengals. Yeah, nah, that was that was a goaded weekend. Goaded weekend. Fair enough. I ain't even mad at that. So what? Uh, what was that party for, Justin? Oh, it was a Halloween party. We all dressed up. I dressed up as Ash. The girl dressed up as Pikachu. Uh, Miles was um, Aaron. It was just Aaron uh, Yeager. You heard yeah. it. You heard it here first. It was just a Halloween party. That's what I. I mean, I, I didn't get you a gift, <laughs> so it wasn't your birthday. <laughs> said, wait, Yo. did it? No, wait. I definitely did. I feel like I got you a bottle of alcohol or something. Did I? I don't even know. I don't remember. But either way, it was a Halloween party um, that just happened to have cake. Um, so it is what it is. Uh, what were we talking about again? Oh yeah. The NFL, um, yeah, they keep their players in line. Um, this is the, this, but this is the dark side of player empowerment, right? Like, and I obviously like that players do have power. Um, but sometimes it can get a little bit out of hand. Yeah. Right. And I think we're kind of seeing that a little bit here. Like motherfucking home. Motherfucking home. (laughs) Fucking Bradley Beal, like I want to stay in bad situations. Yeah, just say don't nobody. I'm telling you right now, Bradley Beal just signed his max deal in DC. Don't nobody in like a year or two say yo free Bradley Beal when the team is losing because he he made this decision. No, 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 no. He made this decision himself. Bradley Beal took the money, and I'm not mad at it. Two hundred and what sixty mil? I don't care about the money. Two fifty. This nigga, this nigga, this nigga, Bradley Beal. No trade. How he? How? How is he just swinging? Yo, this nigga, this nigga, Bradley Beal, bro. Is Bradley Beal top twenty in the league, bro? No. 
I don't even know if he is top 20. This nigga is a three. They gave a three-time All-Star. I don't even think he got any. No, this is not a knock on Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill like, is, no. that's who Paul Pierce thinks he is. Wait, what? Like, Paul Pierce thinks he has the pull that Bradley Beal does. Wait, wait, in terms of, like, what? like I'm talking about the level of confidence and over, like... Yeah. I mean, I still take Paul Pierce all the time. Overrating. Over. I'll tell you, I definitely still take I, Paul Pierce I take Paul Pierce all the time. Um, over, uh, yeah, this nigga... I mean, this, shit, Bradley Beal averaged more scoring than Paul Pierce did. This nigga, That's right, true, but... Let's, let's, but let's Paul, this nigga, but this nigga Bradley Beal... carry a team somewhere. Bra- yeah, Bradley Beal, three-time <laughs> All-Star, one-time 13. $256 million for four years. And a player option for the fifth year, a fifteen percent trade kicker, and a no trade clause. Honestly, the NBA is a joke. Like, I, like it just doesn't make sense how niggas is making this much money. Like, I'm all for because and the cap is going up, which makes it, which makes it because this is what they're talking about. They're like, oh, the reason why the NBA is getting all this bread is because of TV money. Do you know how much football like shits on the NBA in terms of ratings? You know how much soccer. Shit's on everybody else. Which makes of- me wonder just a little bit. Why in football niggas are not getting paid Bro, like that? Imagine we don't even got that. We don't even got that Chinese money coming in no more. Yeah, we don't. Like, so that's what makes this shit even crazy. It's nah, well, they, well, well, they just started airing uh NBA back in China. So we're about to we about to, Oh, we about to get yeah, that money we, back? They about Shout to they about, Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, everything happening over there. You have surveillance systems, which makes you wonder, John. What's going on in China? I'm telling you, Brian Windhorst gave the best monologue ever. Um, shout out to him. Even though sometimes I, I still, I don't even sometimes I still think he, the, you know, the, the LeBron, LeBron throw goat, yeah, yeah that's LeBron throw goat. Yeah, but he's yeah. been, but he's been valid on his his report in the last like two weeks. So yeah, I got to give him yeah, credit because there. he realized he can't have a career based on deep throw on LeBron. Nick Wright's doing it. Well, yeah, that nigga is that not on lost. ESPN no more. Though. But that is a white man. But no, he was never on ESPN. He was always on uh, Fox. Yeah. Nick Wright, it was still crazy to me finding out that Nick Wright was a white man. Yeah. I thought he was like... In Middle Eastern, you thought he was a hippie? I thought he was one of you, to be honest. A little bit. One of you. Yeah. Little, he got that nose. So <laughs> Wow. Well, when the wintertime, when I get pale, I'll be looking hell in Middle Eastern. Tell you, every, I'm telling you, John has three different... John, at any given time, when he comes into the studio, he could be three different ethnicities. He could be Guyanese, he could be Indian, or he could be Dominican. Shit's crazy. I think four. Oh, what's the fourth? Middle Eastern. Oh yeah, Middle Eastern. Like there's some days I'd be calling John Ock. Oh. I've never heard you call sure, John Ock. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Sure. Oh man, but never never. <laughs> That's John that actually be cooking. That's how John learned how to cook. Yeah. Also, really quick, can we talk about how the guy Vogelbach on the Pittsburgh Pirates, the big fat dude? That was a dude, great tweet that you had. Oh, uh, last night? Yeah. I'm telling you, he looks like the villain. You know in every baseball movie how the Yankees are always the big bad guy? Always. And they always have that big fat dude that's just like the first baseman or like... Wasn't it Kevin Euclid in a movie? Yeah, it was. It was yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was in... Uh, was it in... No, it wasn't The in, Rookie? It might have been, yeah. Hold was on. it? Damn, Kevin Euclid's old as shit. Yeah, he's dumb old, boy. Jesus Christ. That, on D- that was one of my first DVDs. Like, but no, nah, it's like it's every yeah every time where he's like there's just a big bad Yankee guy and then the the, the main character or whatever the, the 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 protagonist team oh they strike him out with like the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth to win the pennant and it's like all right that's who Vogelbach looks like but getting back off of the baseballs yeah um, football does it right and speaking of football we had a trade finally a trade that happened before we got on the pod thank God. My goodness, and it's everyone's favorite quarterback. I want something to be freed. Baker Mayfield. He woke up 
feeling dangerous. Thoughts, people. I think, um, Baker, I think man, Baker listen, ends up doing well in Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think well is a relative term. Relative to, but I think, I think he, I think he does better than he did last year. I mean, you know, he was hurt. I, I think. Yeah. All right, so like, being, I, think he, being, I think he has learned to not try and lower his shoulder into people after interceptions. I think um, he was in a much better situation. On the Browns, wow, what a fucking play. Um, I think he was in a much better situation on the Browns with a much better O-line, and now that, like, He's on the Panthers with a much shittier O line. They're they're working. They drafted so they yeah, can they can they can have right. they can have some pieces. Um, giving Baker less time with I wouldn't say lesser wide receivers because I think DJ Moore is like an A one talent. Um, Robbie's is also very good. I. I still have to think he also got for Robbie. Yeah, free Robbie. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, Robbie would like a quarterback. Yeah. JT, don't say it. Um. CMC gonna be all right down there. Don't say what? Temple legend? Robbie Anderson? Yeah, he definitely is a Temple legend. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't think Baker really succeeds out there. I think their O-line, it still needs way too much work. And honestly, like, who says he even starts down there? Like, they traded the man for the for a fifth-round pick. Uh, it, oh, it's just, it's just funny because I saw an um, a article earlier talking about um, – how the Ravens could potentially trade high, t- like they're like maybe they could swing Tyler Huntley to the Panthers for Robbie. Mm. They're like Tyler Huntley played well when you know when Lamar was hurt, but they um, also just, and and when your O line is shit, it's good if your quarterback's mobile, <laughs> right? They also just oh. drafted Matt Corrado, so I yeah. think like that's the direction of quarterback that they probably want to go. I think Donald Donald's days is over. He had more than enough chances. Um, I Homie, think um, from I, TikTok did a good thing about that. Brown uh, band okay. where he was talking about uh. Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, and Carson Wentz, where mm-hmm. it's like this is your last chance, you NFL edition. Yeah, that's a fact. This is Daniel. This is definitely Daniel Jones's last shot. After this, we 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 all in for a quarterback mm-hmm. after this season. Permanent clipboard duty. Yeah, same thing for same thing for Wentz. Wentz maybe not as much, but definitely definitely Daniel Jones. Wentz has at least shown it. When uh, with uh, Daniel Jones, we're still we're still waiting to see it. You know. Um, Fans don't even call him Danny Dimes no more. Yeah, no, he's Daniel Jones. <laughs> he he's, lost he's the nickname he's privileges. D, he's D Jones right now. I can't call the man Dimes, bro. It's, just, it's 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 tough. But yeah, what was his other nickname? Uh, oh, oh, uh, was White Vic? What? Yeah, no. or is it no, Vanilla no, Vic? Vanilla Vic? Vanilla Vic? Something like that. After he did Vic. that that big run, what was it? After he did that big run against the Eagles, but tripped at like my the five son, yard my, line. Listen, my son Jones is fast, bro. Like, don't sleep on this nigga. I'm not gonna lie. A lot of these white quarterbacks coming to the league now got wheels for like no reason. Because, bro, you can't be you can't be Peyton Manning in this shit. Pocket no pass. We're not gonna have no more pocket passers. You can't. You can't, bro. You need niggas that's mobile. Like, think about like the think about like what a Gotta mobile. Yeah, exactly. That's like, I wouldn't consider Patrick Mahomes like a super mobile quarterback, or, or but Russell, that, but that, but yeah. Well, no, nah. Russ nah, definitely. Russ is a Russ, Russ is mobile. Russ, 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 is, Russ, I would say maybe is not as much. Now, like they're not they're not designing runs like how they designing for Lamar. But he's like they, they but he's mobile. They just scramble. Bro, Russ is a one scramble. Like, that nigga, that nigga got yes. escape artist badge on a thousand. Like, yeah, this nigga Russ is. But, yeah. And it's also because he's like five foot ten too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He one of me. He one. Yeah. He one of my peoples. Well, I mean, you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, you know, either. his his inches pause well, is double digits. So, yeah, lightning, lightning, or yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Hold on, what's this? I think we gotta. I think we gotta get a lightning button, and I think I would. I would like the curb music. 
<laughs> the curve. No, can we get the can we get the sound effect with um Ken Jong from a community saying no, ha gay? <laughs> Why not? Because that would have been a perfect time to do that. Nigga said like five su- five different sus things on the pod today. It's crazy. Oh man, what you fixing over there, Matt? Uh oh. Oh no! Is that the charger? We've gone off the grid. Oh my god! Yeah. Saved it. Um, there you go, everybody. Matt saved it. Um, but yeah, uh, but going back to the original yeah. point, Baker Mayfield. Um, Ken Miles, you have no confidence in him saving his his his, his career. I you? mean, my the confidence would be if I could if I could break it down. Like, I think once once again in the Browns, he had a he was in a very good situation. I think Stefanski is a really good head coach. I think they have a great O line. I think they have a really good defense. A probably underrated defense. They got a great no, running back. Defense is appropriately rated. Um, they had good receivers while they was while while he was there. Odell was hurt, but Jarvis still was good, and he was there most of the time. Now last year Baker was hurt, so I got to see what he's gonna do with you yeah. know with C- with CMC, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, those dudes. But that O line is nowhere as good. You know, mm-hmm. o- o- you can hide behind a good O line. People have been doing that for forever. Mark you know? Sanchez. Mark Sanchez did it. <laughs> Shoot, Dak you Prescott. get Kirk, Kirk Cousins is doing it. Dak Prescott is doing it, you know. Um, so do I? Do I got faith in, in Baker Mayfield? Not, re- not really, not particularly. But w- we'll see. That's the that's the beauty about football is that you never really know until you're on on the field. Like we didn't realize like last year, you know, the the Panthers they won their first three games and Sam Darnold had like six or seven rushing touchdowns and then shit went south. Mm-hmm. You don't really yeah, actually, know. Yeah, those first few weeks, those first what first four weeks. With Donald on the Panthers, it was like, yo, like, this nigga we... turned this whole thing around and everything. And that's, and you know, sometimes, and I think in that situation, like, yo, a change of, of, of scenery was necessary for the nigga, but we realized who he was later in the season, and that's just, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, just what, and that's just what it was. He also just wasn't put in a position to succeed again. Well, um, facts, and, yeah. and the thing, my, like, the way I feel like where I say I, th- I do think that Baker's going to, like, do well is I feel like he's just going to, like, doing well for Baker at this point isn't him putting up outstanding numbers it's him being a game manager and just making smart decisions and more of the right decision like that's literally all it is like and we're not asking for a whole lot you're just asking him not to turn the ball over and to hit people when they're open like that's it that's a pretty that's still and not yeah. that's still no, not an easy reason, ask the bro the reason why i say that is you still have christian mccaffrey so you just fucking um oh my god what the fuck's it called what dump off yeah, but the other word for it. Uh, swing pass? Swing pass? Um, In the flat? I don't know. I can't think of that. Dig? Fine. Curl? Nine shit, route? Go Lamar, route? Quarter? That Lamar post? Wasn't doing. Nigga's nigga about to run off the whole route. Oh, check downs. Check downs. Oh, yeah, check downs. Yeah, yeah you can just check down to Christian McCaffrey. If day. that nigga's on the field, that nigga's been hurt the past three seasons, That's though. True. That's, That's true. That's what I'm saying. It's like, know. yo, we, we, we've been talking about CMC, and that nigga got paid, paid. Since he got paid, paid, I don't know. running back who's pretty good, too. Chuba Hubbard? Chuba, yeah, Chuba, Chuba. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was he was Gucci, yeah, for so. a little bit. So I guess we gonna see, man. I I don't know, man. Baker, I think he's in a. It, it's gonna be a different situation, but if he really really wants to succeed, he gonna have to put the work in, and I gotta see what it is. Like I, I know, think he will, I, though. I think Baker's got that. Personality. He needs to, I, he Baker's needs to prove it. it. Listen, I, this is his proof. This is proof year. Yeah, absolutely. because if not, then the Panthers are gonna blow it up. Rules gonna get fired. You know. Yeah, they're gonna they're they're. they're they're gonna see what happens. They're probably gonna just continue to grow the offensive line, and yeah, Hope Baker's Baker's Baker's, Baker's probably done in these streets. So is Darnold, and yeah, that's 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 where I where I would go with it. I just, you know, 
I, I, I got I got to see it first before anything. Where you know? would you rank uh, Baker in terms of NFC South quarterbacks? NFC South quarterbacks. All right, so you got Brady, you got Mariota, you have Jameis. Jameis. So where are you putting Baker? Obviously would, not number one. I'll put him at three. Yeah, behind you, I, I, Jameis and Brady. Yeah, not in that order. Well, yeah, right, yeah, it would be Brady. I, I'd Brady. put it in that order. Well, Brady, Brady, <laughs> Jameis, Baker, Mariota. Yeah, yeah, okay. And Mariota got a lot to prove. He's a nigga that's like, yo, he got nothing to lose out there. This nigga already was a starting yeah, quarterback. That's why when he came in before, they they were fucking cooking. Yeah. We gonna see. The Falcons are gonna be an interesting case this year. I'm, I want to see what their. I don't know who their offensive coordinator is, but I would. I would. I'm yeah, gonna love to see what fun. they what they do. They should be a fun team to watch this year. But yeah, they're but they're not competing at all for a. Uh, playoff right the no, Panthers not, not even close all right do they win at do they win over over six and a half or under six and a half games this year uh the Panthers maybe yeah. right at let's six see let's see what their sch- let's see what their schedule well, how is. much did they win last year four yeah they were not a good team last year um I'm interested to see how the Vegas odds move now that uh Baker's the quarterback but I'd I, say I can see Baker winning the starting job hopefully he doesn't but like either getting hurt something minor like almost like some Joe Flacco shit, and then Lamar, like you know, where Lamar just took it and ran with it, like, and then Matt Coral getting time and ended up playing well. Would that also be an unforeseen thing in football, like two quarterback? Because Darnold's still in the roster, right? Yeah, he's still. There. So two top, he get cut. two top four picks on a team. Nah, but they signed him though. Wait, did they? Did no? they? Nah, they didn't no. sign him. He just had his fifth year option in the in yeah. A, yeah. Oh damn! So. Like, when have we ever seen that? Two quarterbacks, still young, that were top talents that are now on the same team. Um, I wouldn't have and, and by top talent, not even, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not <laughs> no, top talents. I know what you're saying. Of, I, I know what you yeah, mean. I know top draft mean. picks. Top five picks. That's tough. If my computer would load. But, Bro, um, what about all these, and what about all those progressive commercials? Like, do we just stop having them, or do they just do progressive commercials in Carolina now? Hmm. Dem- and he had, bro, he had so many progressive commercials. commercials. Oh, man. The fucking book club? Oh, uh, book club with the, um... The tackle? Yep. They were, they were 5 and 12 last season. Now, when they had the video games on the big screen, that was cool. So, okay. They played the Browns week one. Mm-hmm. Depends on they, who starts. Oh, damn. They, they played the yeah, Browns. Yeah, they played yeah, the yeah, Browns week one. Yeah, um, that depends on who starts. <laughs> Bro, it better but not be. The better Deshaun. question is who the fuck is starting for the Browns because it, it's not going to be Deshaun. Uh, that's team that, who, which team did you think I was talking about? The Panthers. No, I was talking about the Browns. <laughs> I think uh, you can't talk about depending who's going to start. Deshaun's not starting, and regardless who is are starting, sure, are we sure about that? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Yo, bro. He's, Deshaun's not playing, bro. bro I'm telling you, the I, NFL is nasty, bro. I like these niggas, dead might let him play, <laughs> and he shouldn't play. Yo, they're not. I'm t- all right, so let's say, they, all right, hypothetically speaking, let let's just say play, he does not bro. play. All right, safe bet he doesn't play. Who's the backup in uh, Cleveland? No one knows because it was Baker. I know they had to have a third string guy on the team. No, they've already done OTAs. Anyway, yeah, they probably and Baker and Baker was yeah, and Baker and Baker was sitting out of OTAs and everything. 
All right, go. So, can you you want to go see who's playing quarterback for the Browns right now? The, Deshaun Brissett. was out there. It's Brissett. Yeah, Deshaun was out. Oh, oh Brissett. Well, Brissett is the yeah, backup. Jacoby Brissett. Oh, so yeah, yeah. all right. So Brissett versus let's say Baker. I mean, I, I low key would still take the Browns because they still have everything. They have a better team on paper. Yes. They still got yeah, the be- they, still, sure. they still got the better defense. They still got the better like they still yeah. like have better. Sunday, okay, so after after week one, okay. what do we got for the Panthers? All right, so Giants, Saints, Cardinals. Else, ooh, I, the Giants. I don't, I don't know about us. I don't know. I don't know about us. We gonna we gonna go through. We gonna go through the squad once I know who's starting week one. Yeah, we gonna go through that when we get we can get through that. We Uh, do. You said after that the Saints loss. Okay. Cardinals loss. Okay. So. Okay. Um. There you go, DJ. So that's one in one in three. That's one in three. All right. So you got the 49ers, Rams, Bucks. Jesus Christ. Loss, loss, loss. All right. One and six. I'm just going to name the non-division games because obviously they play the Falcons twice. No, no, keep going. Keep no, going. Okay, all right. There you go. All right, so then they play the Falcons, Bengals, Falcons. I think they can split with the Falcons. They'll split with they, the Falcons. They'll lose to the Bengals two and eight. So Ravens, Broncos. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Raven, okay, Ravens, Broncos, Seahawks. Ravens, Broncos, Seahawks. They could potentially beat the Seahawks. They could potentially They could the because what is it? It's... um. Drew Lock. Drew Lock. Okay, so let's give him that win. Drew Lock. We don't even know if DK gonna play. Mm-hmm. So three and ten. Okay. Um, you got the Steelers. Loss three and eleven. <laughs> Lions. That could be a win. We'll, we'll we'll give him that win. Four four and eleven. I don't know, Doug. Um. Then you got. Um, I think. There you go, Doug. Then you got. Um, Lions can beat him, bro. Yeah, that's what I said. Possibly. No, they could. You slow piece of shit. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It really bothers me how slow DJ LeMahieu is, bro. Like, <sighs> Nah, dead ass. God damn. Can we see? I feel like, yeah, he was slow, but I thought he avoided. There's tag. no way that he missed that. There's no way that he missed that. There's no way that he missed that. I'm surprised they sent him. I'm surprised Judge didn't go, to, go didn't advance to third. They were staring at him the whole time. That's why. And Judge's not that fast either. Bunch of slow ass athletes hated yeah, here. They're not even challenging that shit because they know. Doink, got him, Chris. Yeah. Yep, got him yeah. right in the back. Yeah, there's no way that they missed that call. Right um, right that was that not a good chip. slide. I mean, he wasn't gonna make well, it. He didn't know if he actually slid head first. He could have no, went under but the, the tag. The reason why the reason why he couldn't slide like that is because the angle that the catcher is, he's blocking. He's blocking the plate. Bro, like look, look, look. No, I get look, it, but yeah, bro, but he can't. But you can't slide. Me. You can't head slide first there. Look at me. He would have. His head would have. Bro, hit into this the, is again. this is DJ LeMay you talking about. Body's here, hands here. He got he got arms. He's a lanky motherfucker. He is he is six four. If he 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 basically tried to land on his hip, like that's not a slide slide. If he was just lower, he wouldn't have got tagged. Yeah, well. Anyways, all right. So we're at four. I'm giving him the. I'll give him the. I know the Lions could probably beat him. I think so too. But let's just for sake of the argument, we'll give him that win. You know, because their lines are also unpredictable. So we're at four and what? Four and eleven. So what's after the uh, Lions game? Miles? Um. So after the Lions game, you got the Bucks and you got the Saints. So they us. Yeah. Six games is a stretch, but it, I mean it's the NFL. I'm not gonna say that anything is impossible. You gotta think at the end of the season, the Bucks might sit everyone too, things like that. You right. But you know. so, right, so maybe right, so maybe, maybe so we'll no. But then again, maybe not because this they is, might be battling they, for position they, because it's exactly, only one. It's only one one seed, you know. And this is week sixteen. No, no, week, that's week seventeen. Tall. That's not even. That's not week eighteen. So that's the second to last week that they played the Bucks, the Saints, perhaps. Yeah, but, you so, know. So yeah, if if the if the over under for wins, if Vegas opens up the odds, it wouldn't be one. six. It wouldn't be six. It'd probably be like four or five. So and a half. you're saying? So you think it'd be less than what the Jets have? 
Uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. No, that, that's that's the Jets opened up. Jets was at five and a half. Yeah, no, I took the over on that. I, I think the Jets are gonna win more than five games this year. I'm scared of that first. The first nine weeks, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, y'all they, they, Wait, bring, the, it up, bring it up the, real quick just to see. No, the NFL, the NFL set y'all up bad because y'all really like out here playing the fucking whole <laughs> AFC like, North. AFC North the first four weeks, like what? Like come on, like, son. Huh, y'all learned how to draft, huh? <laughs> oh, y'all think it was gonna be a good football team this season? Yeah. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah. Now, what's the usher meme? <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> so it's. Ravens, Jets, Bengals, Steelers. Jesus Wait, Christ. Ravens, Jets, Bengals, Steelers? <laughs> no, Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers. Okay. So you're playing the, the AFC North right No, that's beginning. what I'm saying. They literally played yeah, no, the AFC North back right to back to back to back. All right, so Ravens obviously win. Browns win. And we're gonna lose to the other two, so we split that. Okay, it's gonna be. I think nah, y'all nah, go two and lose three. Three. I, I don't think. I don't, y'all two we'll and two. Beat, at we'll the beat. worst, at the worst, y'all go one and three to start. Yes, I'll give y'all respect there. At best, they go one and three to start. Yo, don't don't disrespect me like Damn, that. Damn, that's tough. You really think my nigga Maga Wilson can't outduel Jacoby Brissett? That's the one. Exactly. You said you'd be I lucky. Said at best, not. Nah, at worst, they lose all the games. We're guaranteed that one anyway. After after the Bengals game. Or after the Steelers game, whatever the last of the AFC North is. Yeah. Um. So after that, Dolphins win. <laughs> Packers loss. <laughs> Broncos, Patriots, Bills. Did y'all Patriots. get anyone to tackle? <laughs> Yo, Tyree Kill. Did we get anybody to tackle Tyree Kill? Yeah, to his noodle arm. <laughs> That's who's gonna tackle him. Out of here. You see, you see, nigga, you see who he drafted this year? Motherfucking Sauce Gardner, bro. Nigga gonna jam the fuck out of Tyreek at the line. Two are going to get nervous, you're going to get skizzy, and you're going to throw an interception. Okay, can we stop talking about the Jets and start talking about anime? Yeah, that's cool. Well, in a nutshell, the Jets are kind of like anime. because Don't ruin anime. Because they give you hope, and they set you up for failure. Such as what happened in episode 7 of Dead Man Wonderland. Fair enough. Alright, y'all. And if that's it for sports... We just gonna go right into ABC, man. If y'all follow along with us, we doing Dead Man Wonderland this week. We cover episode seven through nine. This is starting. To, well, I mean, this shit been getting active since probably like episode like three or four. But this shit is like we really starting to see what's going on. So we start with episode seven. Um, basically, uh, there was like a little. Oh, it was a. It was weird. It's like it started. There was like an earthquake that happened, and it was well, like well, it, it, it was the fight. Well, the oh yeah, 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 yeah it was the fight between, and then I. I was right about Shiro being an alternate personality. Oh yeah, no, you was that, right about that. that. I wrote that. I actually, I actually did did write that down. Yeah, it was just like, all right, and he's like, nah, I hate pudding. Shiro likes that sweet shit, and I was like, oh fuck, here we go. And and then the old man gets up and goes, we're gonna fight to the death. Anybody else kind of like alternate Shiro? No, I mean that's the only thing. <laughs> all got. right, all right, Shiro. Kind of got a little bit little golf girl vibes from there. No. Okay, and I'm just gonna nah, keep being my, just gonna keep being my weird self. Don't yeah. mind me. Yeah, yeah and they know. was dead ass scrapping. Like they were really, really scrapping. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get that. We yeah, get, the branch of sin. It's crazy. Yeah, we what get the hell? Gonta talking about um, that, them being weird siblings, and oh, I agree with that. You missed the most important thing. What she is? She is him. Her pronouns is that was, him. That was that was after. Yeah, that no, was like yeah. No, that, right that, 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 I don't think that happened right there though. They at, literally at go the fight again. You already moved on. Oh my god! I thought he already moved on. My a- bad. Again, before we go to that ending, they cut to pre- They cut to Ganta mm-hmm. talking to Yo and, and sitting on the sister. 
Like, yo, sorry to piece up your sister, bro. Yeah, pretty much. And they have that little hole where, like, he's like, oh, my God, my brother's protecting me, shit. Mm. And then it goes back to man's head on the floor. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. whatever the alternate Shiro is, because you don't have a name for it yet. Well, um, the wretched the egg. The wretched egg, yeah. yeah. I was about to say, yeah, that's um, that's what I would refer to it. Being the red man's I, I was right on that one. And uh, there you go. Now, now, I didn't like it. But we do get a lot of answers. That that was it. That was the whole. Oh my god, you skipped over. It. I didn't like it. That, that no, was... I didn't like you. I like. I thought it was cool that she's a wretched egg now, and that the wretched egg is not it, now. You know. <laughs> she's been the wretched egg, Loki. No, I'm just yeah. saying. Like I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Like it's cool. It's kind of cool. And she yeah. did that little smile thing. Yep. yep. I liked it. Um, and then I wonder why all of a sudden he started hearing the lullaby whenever that earthquake happens. His chest hurt. Mm-hmm. Hearing the lullaby. All of a sudden, he starts remembering things. Yeah, this nigga Harry Potter, like every time Voldemort thinking about this yeah, nigga, Scar he's Scarburn. Yeah, Scar, like, Scar start burning. That, that might have been like a little like take from Harry Potter for I real. Mean, for I mean, I noticed here there's a lot of takes. I feel like from Tokyo Ghoul, mm. um, like even when they did the the little smile thing when it's official that she's the Red Man, like the whole like half mask red eye, like that is very Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah. Um, and then. I was sitting here and I'm like, is this like some cult shit where the, you know, the, the director is explaining things and it's almost like he goes, yeah, like I, there's a potential that at one point he was the wretched egg Mm -hmm. and they're just, uh, it's like, all right, you got to take it over now so you can create more people like you, Mm -hmm. you know, like what is the, what is the whole meaning behind this? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Learning about, learning about the wretched eggs and like what actually like they are and like their purpose and how they came about was mm-hmm. probably like I, I think this actually happened in episode 8 but it's preliminary so like just learning about the whole thing was mad interesting yeah. I mean we still didn't even get their purpose yeah. we just got like what you know what the events or what well, is there a, on. A, wait a purpose of what not not that we know of yet mm-hmm. of the wretched eggs the, or uh, just the people the virus I guess oh yeah uh, I think um, just like typical virus shit you know yeah but uh um what's up here um, yeah, now they they go into some more flashbacks, and then you notice that like, who does the red man look like? Ace man. Mm. Yes, I did notice that too. And with that's the, also with the cape and yep. everything. Yeah, the yeah, cape, that's why I was mask, Yeah, the colors. Mm-hmm. I think that's also why um, sis has the mittens on because mm-hmm. Ace man just had those giant puffs on his hands. Yep. Ah, yep. Very, oh, mm-hmm. very good, very good. It's kind of weird though. Like you look at this shit and you're like, how the fuck? If you've gone to write, like, how, like, is your childhood this suppressed that you didn't realize that Cheryl was a part of your childhood? Hey, man. He was in the earthquake. We found that out some later. crazy, yeah. hey, Pete, you know, what's the thing? Like, you, yeah, suppressed memories and shit, traumatic experiences and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. He, they were, like, um, before episode nine, they had, like, a little short that played, and it was talking about a bonus episode or whatever. Like, on Funimation, they do a lot of the shorts and the ads mm. when you watch through. And one of them was, a, like, it's going into the classroom, so you get more of the conversation between the friends. Yeah. And in it, he goes, yeah, like, most people who were at Tokyo when the incident happened, they were, like, aren't, like, Ganta, who's fortunate enough to not remember anything. Mm. So. I see, I see. That's a good point. All right, so they're going, moving on into episode seven. Now mm-hmm. we have uh, Ganta, he's out in the hallway, and boom. A, f- uh, a girl comes punches him right in his chest boom yeah and he was like ah shit why you do that for and she was like nigga i thought you was strong my bad yeah turns out bitch named Car- carica karth mm, i don't Car- remember carousel like Car- um 
Car- like Caraco, but not like the suits. Something All right, like, some some shit like that. Caraca, Caraca. You would get Caraca. fifteen items. So it cost of one suit. <laughs> Buy like, one, get four suits, three shirts, two socks, four belts. This nigga is and a, a pair of shoes. <laughs> Penny loafers. Two oh. ninety nine. <laughs> All right, so basically, Caraca, uh, our first black character. Uh, ah, true. So, so that's cool. Our diversity hire. Our diversity hire of the show. We knew yeah, one no. would have to have come somewhere, somewhere or another. Short hair, fire ting. Um, mm-hmm. she brings him to this hidden underground, whatever. She in brings G-block. him to the socks meeting. Basically, and in English, meeting. in English is the same voice actor. Oh, really? As sis, who was uh the leader of socks. Oh, yeah. damn! I didn't know that. That's tough. Well, I mean, I was, I've been watching it in uh the I was watching the subversion. Yeah. So, so I just dope. found it really funny. I was like very much of the same, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, character in a way. So yeah, brings him. Then we meet this one dude. Not was it Nagami? Nagi. 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 Okay. Uh, they basically explain, yeah, we part of the rebel alliance called Scar Chain. We about to, you know, rebel, take over the prison, break out, expose these niggas for the dirt criminals that they are. And then, yeah, basically, that's what it is. This nigga don't. I, first of all, I thought I was, I thought my, my TV was messed up when I heard him talk. So I'm like, yo, why this nigga sound like a robot on auto tune? He yeah, sound like yeah, T Pain. Like, I was literally like, why is You know what's crazy? Like so, all right, we find out later, yeah. obviously, why. But in the sub, Ooh. got his ass. Um, so in the sub, you, you, I mean, it, it's a normal voice actor. That's why I was confused. Like, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, how did this nigga lose his voice? Obviously, we're going to get to oh, that. Oh, you can't hear it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that just it sounds like a dude that has that lost it his voice. It sounds like someone in an intercom. Like, that's no, what it sounds know, like it, to me. In, in, the, in the dub, it, that just sounds like a dude that like, oh, okay. was just screaming a lot. And then oh, he lost like his horse? voice. Yeah, just horse. Nah, in the sub, it fully sounds like some. Uh, in the dub, it sounds like someone threw his intercom to me. See, what, what they should have done was, like, how them niggas do with people that smoke too much. They got the hole in there, uh, in the thing, and they hold said, the, the, butt, the the little machine to it. It's like, niggas say you don't always die from the back, from tobacco. If water gets in, it will drown no, he's me. really safe. <laughs> Not the Yankees commercials. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think there was one thing here at the end when, um, you know, they, they show that they do have some pull and they save uh, Yo, Yo's sister. From you yeah, know, hair. The, the loser game. Yeah, to when they hair, took- one, I too find short hair attractive. Two, her saying "fuck sanity," it's not healthy. Yeah, Bruh. I don't know that that was the same translation. And it's it's, it's kind of funny because it's like, yo, she 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 hasn't been one of those characters that have like looked shook this entire time, but. In the chair, you could tell, like, she was trying so hard mm-hmm. not to be shook, but she really was. That's like, why she was, was even talking to herself. She was like, yo, why am I... That's uh, That was the I, quote. Yeah, I've been bro. doing this shit for, like, two she times said, already. Now, Niggas. all of a sudden, my brother and homie and this random kid all of a sudden care about me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, jokes. But also, before that scene, we saw the, the doctor in the... I was going to say commissioner. The... Whatever his name is. The promoter mm-hmm. in his office talking about, like, oh, yeah, the, the, the thing we pulled from... Oh boy, like the the what is it the the, the, shards, the shards or whatever yeah, like they that match. they match the thing that we've been talking about. Yeah, the original shards from the epicenter of the quake. Yeah, so she doesn't she doesn't know about the branch. Does she know about branches and all that? Who the doctor, the main doctor lady? Like, does she know like like what's really going on, or she's just like yeah? I just think the whole thing was like she's the one who's finding out all this research about it. I'm mm-hmm. sure she's the one who engineered the the weapons that we find out about later. But mm-hmm. she just like they just don't understand the extent to what that they don't know what the mean. alternative motive for the promoter and the director yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. They just think, oh, we're just researching yep. these people. Copy, copy, copy. 
All right. And then, yeah, once we get introduced to um, Nachi, T- a.k.a. T-Pain, um, this guy comes. Well, we see him before. Yeah, he fucks he, up now, you. He fucks up yo because he's with the promoter. Promoter's like, yo, yo. What you be doing out here? Yo, He's this like, nigga yo, is, I'm this, working for you. This nigga, yo, is worse than Krillin, bro. This nigga be getting fucked up at every every instance, bro. point. This bro. nigga gets just getting. A, yeah, he's literally a waste, man, bro. It's he's not a, even his fault. He just be in the wrong place at the wrong time, yeah. just trying to help out. But yeah, terrible voice acting in the fucking dub. Some dude at the guitar comes and shoots him with a shotgun. Yo, that shit looked like an AA-12. I literally have in my notes. Who the fuck does this man think he is? <laughs> like Ooh, yo, or the or the, the dude, or the guitar guy, the guitar guy. I was oh, yeah. like, man, just pulling up, just out here, like, bro, what is happening? So we find out he is in Ubermach. Um, monk. What? Oh, monk. The whole time they're like, why is he dressed like a monk with the prayer beads and stuff like oh, that? Oh, I thought he was saying Ubermach. I'm an Uber monk. Oh, Uber monk. All right, okay, that makes sense with him saying purify people's mm-hmm. bloods and shit. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so Uber monk. That leads us uh, now we're in episode eight. Uh, yes. But you find out right at the end that he's a um. Well, oh, okay. I, I, I think we, I might yeah, have just jumped. I, I, I jumped to conclusions like, slightly, but it's, but it's okay. Basically, we find out that he is a blood of sin, um, branch of sin hunter. Yeah, in, Kokaku. in episode eight, I was full on like. In the beginning, I was dead like, who the fuck? Like nothing about this guitar character made sense to me. I'm like, this man just appears, um, shoot shit up. Yeah, shoot shit up. Homie, um, when Gonta tried to hit him with the blood, it didn't work, and then Gonta was onto some shit. And then though. Shiro drops from the ceiling, breaks his thing, and he just goes and he just walks away. He's like, "Oh well, I guess that's it," and just leaves. And everyone lets him, and he doesn't continue. Nigga says five o'clock means five o'clock. I'm out. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. And that's like so. When that happens, I'm literally sitting here. I'm like, "What is the point of this character? If he's just like, oh well, yeah, I'll come back another time, like." It's clearly like, yeah, motherfuckers know that they're meeting, know where he's they're meeting. Are you gonna continue to meet here? Like, what is, mm-hmm. like, you know, someone could fuck your whole plans up. It turns out that you know each other. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the point of this character? Like, at the beginning of the episode, I said, just like, now I'm confused. Now that at this point, I'm like, what is happening in this show? Like, so you're starting to lose me. Cause I'm like, are you just adding people that look cool? Yes. Um, and also, uh, assist, uh, from Socks. That thing when Shiro drops through the ceiling where she's like, who the fuck is this bitch? Who is this albino woman? Yeah, literally. And why is she out here with no shoes on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, with no shoes on is crazy, though. <laughs> she really be walking around with no shoes. It's crazy. Like, yeah. her feet don't get sore. And the nice thing was that after that scene, we do see that there is mad people in Scar Chain. It's Scar not Chain. just the two of them. Yeah, well, yeah it's, it's, like mad, it's mad, mad niggas. Yeah, niggas. They got, they, yeah, they got like a whole like little squad, little committee. That's a real niggas. niggas. It seemed like everybody in G-Block was there. For the most, like, there was a lot of them. Yeah. So that's why I think it's not I as... Because remember how they said, like, they'd be G-Box giving... big as shit. Yeah. And they'd be giving them preferential treatment, so I feel like it's not too far-fetched that they would have, like, a bar. And they had the the bartender yeah. and shit like that, so... <laughs> maybe they keep the glass, keep the glass. Maybe they didn't know that they were planning some stuff, but... I could see it being, like, you know how each um each person's room, they kind of get to tailor it a little bit? Because, mm-hmm. like, we know um uh Sinji's, Sinji's room is, like, more where he works out and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then you have um, uh, you's sister's room is covered with the flowers. So I guess yeah. someone was like, I want a bar, you know? Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, it was dumb funny because these niggas was roasting the shit out of Gonta. Facts. Yeah, they was getting it. They he, was, couldn't, he couldn't, oh, he couldn't handle it. His ass, yeah. They were, yeah, he niggas was at the coming. lunch table down bad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it really happened. So um, so here we get the name about the Kankaku thing. And then now we get the prison fool shit where 
Uh, all right, so now we know that the prison has to get audited pretty much by the government. Mm-hmm. And then Machina is like, now's our time because he's going to be tied up for me to go investigate what the fuck is going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was out here pressed these two episodes. She's out here like, I'm the actual fucking warden. I, should I know need to know yeah. what's happening. And they ain't telling me shit. So I'm going to go find out. And they're like, and if you don't want to be a part of it, y- y'all can leave now. Damn. Um, and cut an electronic table in half. Um, but yeah, she she's getting in her prison school suit for the night raid. Um, ah, yes, night raid. Another callback. <laughs> Good job, John. And then we get the Undertakers explained. Hold on, really quick. Um, they have some explaining to do because how do you just do that scene? Not even a little bit of nip. Like we even saw the broth. She nothing. took it off. I'm it, like, nothing, damn, bro. It's the biggest C's. Get... You already know they G cups. You only got to ask what size they are. You know they G's. Bro. I know they G's. You ain't never seen no gotta, G's in your life. But you I got some G's in your life. I seen G's. Yeah, there you go. So you're good. Just not, not anime G's. Nah, no, 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 no. You don't need anime G's. <laughs> Real life G's. Nah, no, nah, no, no. Real life G's is better. Real G's move in silence. Yeah, like lasagna, baby. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right. So yeah, they're about to go undercover and go through the walls to find out some shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as John said, we find out about Undertakers and not the greatest one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah, the Undertaker shit was kind of was kind of spooky a little bit because like finding out about the nigga uh, Genkaku and shit, mm-hmm. and, like actually like what like first off, this nigga Gonta had like a, a great intuition about it. He's like, yo, bro, I shot my shit right at him, and like the shit like just didn't work, and everybody was just like, nah, come and on, bro. Like, was this, like, yo, I pulled the tapes, bro, bro, you dead missed, and he was like, yo, don't be a liar, just. <laughs> Bro, I literally put in. I'm like, the computer nerd is the feds, bro. And bro, you can I tell. Got, yeah, I was like, that nigga just feds. looks suspect. He just give it was giving Randall from recess vibes, bro. Yeah, every t- every time, yeah, every time he cracked his neck, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I, I was like, like something about this. No, don't feel I, right. I thought to me that that felt like his character is very Tokyo Ghoulish as well, um, with some of the tendencies in that. But like, I'm like, he's the feds, and Gonta got PTSD. I, I literally put Gonta got triggered by the fake footage. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I was like, I wonder if this is homie who made the fake footage of him that got him locked up. Yeah. You're right, mm, because the pr- promoter did say, yo, I got people on the inside that yeah. can do that shit. He was like, I know people. Oh, wait, no, no, it wouldn't be him, no. Because the promoter said he just has an actor that can do that. But, like, I still think it was the footage thing. That's why I think they, they emphasized the footage being altered. Ah, okay, I see what you're saying. I, I could be saying. wrong, but, like, that's the vibe that I got, yeah. right? Or he helped out in getting... Mm-hmm. Him to the the prison. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Um, and then there were we get a little bit more of no, sorry. Yeah, and that's where um we find out about Nagi's story after that. Yep. Like my son Gonta couldn't take it. He masked off. Um, she was fucked up, bro. They really they really out here just killed his wife, bro. Yeah, bro. Killed his wife and yeah, even cut out his vocal cords and yeah, yeah, that shit was nuts and. Like now you get Gonta starting to think if he was like, damn, like he doesn't, he's not thinking about revenge. He's just thinking about getting the outside and helping mm-hmm. people and do all these things. Yeah. And then now that's when he starts asking Shiro, what's the one thing you want most? You know, it's just one to ride the Ferris wheel. And I feel like now is where you're going to see Gonta start to pivot to going on just about revenge against Redman to mm-hmm. uh, helping Shiro realize her dream. Um, and then shit hits the fans. Find out Mans is the feds. Um, and I realize. Like, this is giving very X-Men. In what way? Like, they're almost like the mutants in X-Men, mm-hmm. how a lot of them, like, are disregarded by society and all of these things. The yeah. only difference is that people don't know they exist. So my thing is, like, the way Nagi's talking about her, he was like, yeah, like, we're just going to go and just live our life on the outside and just be a part of society like normal, you know? Um, and that's where I was like, 
that to me is very X Men, where it's like people are like, mm. yeah, just mutants and people living together, like dead men and regular people living together. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then but it's like nobody would know you're a dead man unless you like actually like. Yeah, there's a lot of mutants shit. that didn't have visible powers. Yeah. Um, but that was where like I was just getting some X Men vibes and stuff like that. And the whole time I'm like, shit is not going to go well for them. I'm expecting mad people in this group to die. They're they're being too nice. Like all these things is going way too smooth. Now we know that man's is the feds. Um. Now they, they start escaping, and then the thing comes out and starts melting people with acid. <laughs> Yo, that shit had me fucked up, because he, <laughs> he really threw it at the one... Because you don't really know how these external shits if affect the dead men. So I'm thinking, like, all right, not that they're invincible, yeah, but, like, all right, acid, like... You know, for somebody that's basically bloodbenders, you would think that that shit wouldn't work. But, yo, homie got, got burned bad. Yeah. And then you see Karako give it up for the squad. Okay. Yeah. I got tight at that. What, what, that she was like, yo, go ahead? Because I'm sitting here. I'm like. I was mad at it too, but I'll let you. This bitch out here, they they showed the scene of her eating all the red meat. So she's not going to feel anemic so she can fight and do all these things. She's clearly one of the strongest fighters. Like, and was preparing to help them on this escape. And her, she ends up getting knocked out first for holding up a bridge. Mm. Like, come on, son. Come on. Like, she, she ate all that red meat prepared just to hold up the bridge. Yeah. And barely use her power. Should have been eating something else. Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. Inappropriate. Won't happen again. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, uh, anyway. Episode nine. Moving on. Um, Diamonds Unbreakable. That's basically what her powers is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Episode nine. Uh, all right. So, we knew when they had that scene of uh, the, un- the, the, the uber monk in the room and they was fixing up his guitar and shit like that you saw a little girl in there mm-hmm. and I was like ah oh, shit a little girl mm-hmm. you already know she bout to be OP and lo and behold they get into the control room boom double agent this nigga's like yo shit I trusted you you was like a brother to me but not really cause you pale turns out the little girl is the leader of the Undertaker Battalion yeah, mm-hmm. she one of the generals she one of the generals in the second grade, you yeah. knew shit was about to be spooky when she pulled up and her sword was in that that little brown bear case. I thought some, I thought like a monster was gonna come out of it. I wasn't expecting a sword. Mm-hmm. Low Honestly. key, low key. Yeah, I don't like like a big box or something like that. Yeah, or like um, remember that shit in, in Naruto or like thing that came like out? one of the dummies. Like, do you remember the um the principal in Jujutsu Kaisen? How he can make those dummies? Oh yeah. yeah. Like I thought it was gonna be something like that. Like she can control like a dummy or something like that, or like. One of those things. Like like she a, was a genius who built this like ridiculously strong like uh, robot or something. Oh, like a sorcery or some shit like that. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was funny. Like this is where we get some more of the callbacks and stuff like that from other stuff. Like her sword was like Renji's from Bleach. Like it worked the Hold same. Hold on. Way. Yeah, I, know, I knew John, what you were gonna say. John, I was watching it. That John was talking. No, no. One batter before. We got a Josh Maga Donaldson home run. I the very next batter, Joey Gallo, goes deep. It's almost nah. very disrespectful that Josh Donaldson and Joey Gallo want to hit home runs with me and John are sitting right next to each other. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's actually very crazy. And when we don't bet. Yeah. This is I, I literally didn't bet this tonight is nasty. either. I almost, I, I wanted to put a thousand I on gotta, Yankees minus two and a half, but I didn't. Anyway. Yeah, first of all, I don't give a damn about this backstory. I was getting tired of seeing backstories. I was like, I don't care about any of these motherfuckers. That's what, like, episode nine felt like some filler. You're giving us context about sis who gonna die right away after eating all the Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. John's kind of right about that. Like, this episode, I this is the one episode where I was not really fucking with it because it felt like they were stalling. Yeah. Yep. Like, I was like, I don't care about this. Like, you want to give me, like, at least in, um... 
like in Ranking of Kings, when they did like the little snippets that make mm-hmm. you want more, they yeah. left it as a little snippet. Yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, yeah, away. it definitely didn't take any of your thing away. That's a good point, though. I didn't think about it like that. Like, this this bitch is a metapod. Like, like we get it. She's a crazy, she, she she's crazy. I don't need to know how or why she got crazier that she killed her mom. Like, I already know whatever she did, because they already say, like, the Undertakers are the ones They're that, sociopaths. They're sociopaths, the worst of the worst, and then they put them through crazy yeah, training. they get indoctrinated. So it's like, we already know what type of timing sis is on. She's already yeah. crazy. Don't we don't need to- about that. I mean, granted, like some of the the imagery was very, very vivid yeah, and was very kind of scary. Her um, name being Hibana, I was like, damn, not her soiling the good name of the baddie from Fire Force. Who? Fire her Force? name is Hibana in Fire Force. There is a baddie whose name is also Hibana. Hibana, not Hibana. Hibana. Yeah. All right. So yeah, um, her her weapon though was kind of brazy. Yeah, um, just yeah, like Randy yeah. shit from Bleach. Did we talk about how we now <laughs> yes. know? Do we we now know that all their weapons can absorb Brentison? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what the worm eater is, which is that's kind of cheating. Um, yeah, ne- neutralizes the um the virus, and that's where like in this episode, I was like, now we're getting a little cheese, right? We're getting some stalling. We're getting these dudes have things that can neutralize the virus. So it's like, how do you fight back against these exactly? Things? And the only way that worked was Shiro, you got to break their weapons. The only person who was good in hand to hand was fucking Shiro. But then again, like Nagi, Nagi did take her out. Like they are sociopaths. So if you trigger them or do some other shit and can get the weapons out of their hand or around them or something, you could still hurt them. Yeah. Like man's hitting her in the face with his arm was nuts. But you yeah. figure, right? He was the strongest one of the. No, she, the the light skinned chick was the strongest one. She got taken out by a fucking bridge. All right. Do we know that she was the very strongest? I mean, she seemed like the she person was... that knows how to con- that is the, that it's has the best weird. use of their like, I, I don't understand. Like, yo, like if you could, if you can, like make the blood like your skin and use it as a defense Hardened, mechanism. Yeah. Get like that. Like that is the most op out of all of the niggas that use the blood, and you die right away. But it's like here's well, my I question. Don't, we don't know if she died because she could have hardened on the fault. Okay, type fair shit. enough. Put that fair, just in case. fair enough. But that but was like yes, that, that's what I'm talking that, about. That, no, that shit was very pen though. Super that, great. That was very super great power. One of the strongest thing. It was like in um. One of those X-Men movies where Iceman died right away. <laughs> yeah. I forgot which one it was. It might have been three. Where it was like he got murked immediately. And it was like, and apparently in the comics, he's one of like the most OP people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are we doing? Um, yeah, like, you go hard and you could do all these things. You literally can fight against the acid. So like, and you just chose to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could have took out the machine while someone else held up the bridge. Like... You're just like Ganta. It's all up to you now. Well, yeah. You know how the you know we you know how this thing goes. So. Yeah, that's what I was not feeling. Martyr, with it. martyr this type was, devs and whatnot. This felt very like this was a very cliche episode, which I feel like wasn't the trend of the show yeah, so far. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And like, so everybody has their own unique ability with the branches in. Yes, like X Men, they're oh, all yeah. mutants, but they all have it in their own way. It all manifests in different ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, all right. So uh, yeah, we got a. Uh, damn, actually, no. Is she? She didn't even die, right? I don't know. Nah, because yeah. all we do, all we see is the scene with the uh, Bondu and uh, bringing the sword. I thought it was funny because he was struggling to carry that yeah. sword back. Yeah, that so, nigga. And was she ass. was out here holding that shit like it was like a paper sword. Yeah, and she uh, was swinging that shit, swinging yeah. that joint. And, and literally in my notes, I put, I don't give a damn about these backstories. And um, she was dead filleting, homie, though, like just cutting chunks of skin out. And I like. I kind of like she, that. And she told him, "This is what I'm gonna do." I kind of like that part, though. It's like, yeah. yeah, death by a thousand cuts and like yeah. things like that. It um at this point, like this is where I feel like a lot more similarities to Tokyo Ghoul were happening, where um, uh one, like homie's name being the owl, 
Like that was a big thing in Tokyo Ghoul. And this also felt like the final battle where all the like the ghouls in Tokyo Ghoul were being persecuted. Mm-hmm. Where it's like when they get the when they came with the elevator and they just start fucking everybody up. Bro, the elevator shit like, had me weak, bro. I was like, yo, this is like the illest setup for these niggas to get off the elevator and they just start getting bodied. Yeah. My son Gukaku had no fucking he had, he had so everything for these niggas, bro. Yeah. Like actually said, yeah, I'm I'm straight up murking mostly on niggas right Went now. Went from a shotgun to a Kimbo. What That's I, crazy. What I don't understand, and I and I guess maybe because they had other shit to do, but like what like why did they leave Gonta alone? Like he literally had the nigga lined up. Why didn't he He same shit my homie just goes, I gotta go. You like, said, and yo, he left three of the motherfuckers alive. He's five like, o'clock I, I means go. five o'clock. They don't pay me for overtime. I'm out of here. But I do think there was some, there's something else at foot. And also, we hear right before he does die, uh, Nagi takes out the uh, his little teeth mm-hmm. radio. Yeah. And it's just radio in like, yo, anybody out there, mm-hmm. you got to know. And then just so happens that Shiro's walking by. Here's the message. And we see Albino Ganta in the room. Yes. Albino Ganta's just standing there. And I'm like, um, yep. what the hell is going on here? We got evil Ganta now? Crazy. Uh, Clearly can't be that evil if Shiro was able to go, like, leave and protect him, you know what I mean? Maybe. Or maybe she beat him up already. Who knows? But then what was the point of of Albino Ganta that just gets washed right away? Like, what are we doing? I don't know. Set it up for something bigger. I don't know. But, yeah, she comes, takes the uh, hard drive that was supposed to have all the information. I knew that shit was the setup, dog. I knew it, too. As soon as the guy, because as soon as yeah. a bounder was like in there, he's like, yeah, I calculated this shit. It's, it's like a zero point, whatever, whatever chance they're going to get out of here alive with that. And I'm like, oh shit, something's rigged. Especially because like he, if he was working undercover, why would he give him That's what a I USB said. As soon or as I flash found out, As soon as it was confirmed he was a snitch, I was like, what is the point of him actually giving them sensitive information? Like, this has got to be a fake. It's either a fake or as yeah. we see... It's a bomb. Yeah, or it'll be like some OD supervillain shit where it's like, I'm so confident that my plan's going to work, I'll tell you anyway. And then it would have <laughs> been super cheesy. Yep. Well, like, yeah, like that's why at the end of this episode, like it really wasn't my favorite episode, but like this it only has three more episodes, so yeah, the next three are going to have to be wild. we got a lot gonna, of questions yeah, that need to be answered. These shits is going to be OD, bro. There's yeah. no way that they're not. Yeah, I'm thinking about this. Yo, yeah. I'm sorry to cut away from this, but I'm looking at the backstop, the advertisement behind it, it says Jesus forgives errors. And they did that shit. Yes. They did that shit last night after Giancarlo's error. And I was like, I don't know if this is switching, but they only put that Jesus ad up when we error. So, like, it's an ad for Jesus Christ. Okay, cool. But, like, it's an ad for the church. Yeah, ad for the church, Jesus Christ. And Jesus might forget errors. I won't. <laughs> Anyways. And my bank account won't either. If that one and if that one and a half spread <laughs> fails because you botched that ground ball, so well, no one ever said you were Jesus, JT. It's too much pressure, man. I couldn't be Jesus. Shout out, shout out the big guy in the sky. All right, you got anything else? Nah, man. I'm just interested to see, like, you know, like, like they kind of. Well, we didn't really talk about it too, too much, but the red hole phenomenon shit, like that's yeah. just that's kind of interesting, just in terms of like. That is the reason how all of the um mm-hmm. the branches of sinews were, were created. I'm excited to see like that's one flashback I need to see like yes. exactly like what the fuck was happening there. So that way we know exactly like how this shit all kind of yeah. lines What's up. What's the purpose of the dead men? Because clearly like Ganta and Shiro they knew what they were exactly. and they were training them yep. for something. Mm-hmm. And Shiro's like in the flashback with her where she was talking about like I'm tired of all these tests and all these shots and all of these things that they're doing to me. So clearly this was. 
like, and we know that Gonta's mom was like a scientist. Yeah. So there's a reason behind this, and that's what I really want to find out. That's the only flashback I Wait, care about. Wait, is it confirmed really. that Gonta was part, like, one of them from before that? No, nah, it was confirmed. Yeah, I mean, I would. I, I, I mean, he was there, but we don't know if he was like an active dead man at that point. I was gonna point. say because I feel like he doesn't have eyes or anything, but we don't know. Because I feel like he didn't get his like the branch of sin thing was because Shiro. Now that or, we know he's yeah. the red or man, put it, it in just, him at the school. Maybe it, just, it was a sleeper cell type shit. It, it was activated at that point because she put the thing in him. No, maybe she never really put anything in. It was just like you have this thing. I need to awaken it, and that's why when he checked his chest, it was gone. Possibly. Um. So. That's the thing. Those are the questions that I really do need answers to, and we got three episodes to get them. But also, like, like, like you mentioned, like finding out that the um, what exactly the red incident was. Like, it was an earthquake that took out. We know it destroyed Tokyo, but it was an earthquake. And now that we know that Dead Man Wonderland is built on the epicenter of it, yeah. So, also, what the hell type of dog was that? Cause Yo, like, I was like, why they got these rabbit ass dogs going around these fucking kids, bro? Yeah, that dog yeah. had so rabbit ass eyes. Yeah. It was a science experiment because it had the to- the collar. Yeah. I'm like, yo. What is going on here? Kanto's about to get works. And then Shiro came down. Mm-hmm. Somersault. Ta-da. So, yeah. Pretty kion. Pretty kion. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. And if y'all honestly following along with us, man, yeah, we we finishing the series next week. This was a quick mm-hmm. one. It was only twelve episodes. Um happy oh, definitely happy that we got to watch it, that we that we got to tune in. We yeah, got man. to get our two cents uh, in uh with it. Should be interesting. Uh finale. We got a lot for y'all. Um, but if that's all we got, then I guess. Yeah, make sure to follow us at TarsRB Sports on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, and you guys can follow me on Twitter at a friend at Narwhal or on Instagram at Moo2Fit. Guys. Yeah, man. Follow me on the gram, Worldwide West underscore eleven. Talk to me nice. Uh follow me on the uh Twitters, J underscore Thomas underscore twenty four. And that's about it. Nematodes are people, too. We will catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I'm so